0: In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers
1: podcast.
2: Welcome back to planet Earth. Carolina Panther fans. The story tale. The fairy tale is over at least momentarily as Carolina Panthers fall 27 to 21 where the care to the Washington football team, where Ron Rivera and his fur and his robust bountiful chest with his arms folded came to Carolina and, um, dismantled the the dreams of the four or five fans that were there at the game. Despite all the still (laughs) burgundy jerseys, Carolina Panthers defense, um, Underwhelming today. The team outcoached in so many ways. And uh, Cam Newton's uh, return to Bank of America, despite being uh, pretty good from his perspective, you know, from like the offensive side of the ball, is dashed with a cold glass of, I don't know, Mexican beer as Ron Rivera steals the show today. Matt Rule infuriated. So much to talk about. Um, And we're going to do it with uh, my favorite peoples in the world, the people in the YouTube chat, but also my homie, my wheel man, Cody Larson. Telling Don,
3: look, I could be on here and be all pissed off. Oh, I am. I am am pissed off. I am pissed off. But, you know, we're going to talk for the next, what, two and a half, three hours about how terrible this defense played and and how they did everything in their power to give away this football game and they did but the fact of the matter is we're still not out of it man and i know panther fans are angry yes. right now especially and that's not what you hear right now you want to be angry but listen man we're not out of it we had a bad day a really bad day and listen the post game show is your therapy session You come here to vent. You come here to feel better. And Tony Dunn, you already know that we're going to do it with the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. I'm going to try and read off all the usuals here. AJ Lindsey, my man Drew, Chris Mortensen, Dexter Henderson, Jay Behringer, Josh Rivera, Sarah Taylor, The Sports Blitz, Paul Mancini, Richard's Outdoor World, Tony Dunn, and nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
2: Let's shout out the richest man in Panther Nation today. Might as well bought a dang uh, Cam Newton t-shirt for 60 bucks, Man, how's he selling them joints for 60 bucks? Uh, actually, that's my first criticism of Cam is his We Back shirt is $60. Hit us with a $35 shirt, t-shirt. Nirvosh, thank you very much for the support. Defense picked a hell of a day to shit the bed. Dante just lost his payday. The offense did well. Cam balled, but Brady never calling for down the field. Passing plays is becoming problematic and holding them back. You know, I kind of thought that at least on the fourth down call that it was a little too conservative just going straight for the sticks and then the veteran Christian McCaffrey not getting to the stick and not knowing where the stick was at. and You know, just – uh. You know, just a a lot of arrows at the end that continue to circle back to the coaching staff, maybe being a little bit in over their head at times. And uh, how about that is Ron Rivera, folks, is that's a Ron Rivera game, bro. That's how Ron Rivera wins games. Look, I told you, you're only going to get two chances to win this game. When we got to the fourth quarter, you knew you were going to touch the ball twice. Yeah. That's it. You knew you were going to touch the ball twice. (laughs) Um, so a lot to talk about. We got CK in the house. How you doing, my man?
4: Oh, uh, you know, listen, uh, today was supposed to be a day of celebration and I think it can still be that, but it has been marred with a, uh, lackluster performance all around. I know a lot of people want to say the offense did well. The offense didn't. It was it, just it, okay. Was yeah, good. The offense was okay. But, uh, you know, one of my biggest frustrations is, you know, again, and I still lay a lot of this criticism on Brady's head um but uh you know the the two for two for nine or two for ten on third down is not acceptable like you have one of the most like the best third down uh playmakers in the league with cam newton and cmc and you're not able to do more than that like it's just a problem and yes there are some issues with the offensive line but i think right now this loss is is at the hands of this defense and joe brady's play calling
2: well, you know, I wouldn't get too much on Joe Brady on this one. I, I mean, and I've been, I've probably been the hardest on him out of this whole bunch for a
4: while. I would um, say CK has. Yeah, I've been hard yeah, on
2: him. yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, the third down is kind of marred by being put in some really tough situations, whether it be false starts or some we're like weird penalties where we're like, right. you know, down in distance makes it difficult. Right. So, you know i mean is that and you're right but at those at that point in the game you're looking at third and fourth down being together the if you know if you're com- converting fourth downs who cares not who yeah. cares but you know and we didn't at the end um but the panthers defense uh you know was not you know it's kind of hard i just don't want to come out and say they're the you know they didn't you know they lost this game they lost this game but they for a coaching staff that kind of pumped the defense up as being like ready to win. Now (laughs) they didn't win today.
4: Yeah. And I Um, want to make this clear a hundred percent clear. I am by no means giving a pass to the defense, the defense absolutely. And I'll, I'll be more critical even beyond that. Yes. The defensive line couldn't stop a nosebleed, but Dante Jackson was probably played his worst game. I've ever seen him play as the Carolina Panther and that isn't even a, like, that's not even a a debate. I don't think anybody can watch today's game and think, oh, Dante Jackson has had worse games. It's not true. Dante Jackson had one of his worst games he's ever played today, and and regardless of who he was facing, it doesn't matter. If he wants to come out in here and get a payday, he needs to be able to cover guys like McLaren. He needs to be able to come out here and cover guys like McKissick. You know, people out of the backfield, when they were, like, there's just the defensive line, obviously, big disappointment letting, you know, running backs get through the line, but the defense is definitely the major problem with this game, but again, we're still looking at a very vanilla ball. The team wasn't
2: so great, man. And I yeah. kind of I mean, like, let's call out uh uh Matt Fool and and Phil Drill <laughs> <Phil Snow. Phil laughs> Nah, I mean, Phil Snow had to tell you and like they weren't getting it done for him. He wasn't ready. He got um, you know, and I would arguably say that Rivera's staff outcoached him today. Yeah, can, uh, look, we never, Joe,
4: can we call Joe Brady Joe Joe Frady? He's Freddy. Yeah, to I it. mean we
2: gotta come up with all any at any loss we have, we call him Matt. We either call him Rat Mule or Matt Fool. Now, I'll take either one is acceptable. Um I think Phil Drew is kind of good because he's old. And yeah, I mean, uh, like and I love him. Look, show. look, look. I know people can be like Phil Snow's is awesome this and that, but you know what I'm saying is like we're only so awesome when we ain't winning. Yeah. So everybody's gonna get a little fun. I'm gonna poke a jab at everybody. Everybody's gonna
3: get it today. No one is off limits. Matt Frady uh, or our, Joe Frady. How about this? Our defensive line got fucking pushed around by their offensive line that was already hurt. Mm -hmm. There was missing Samuel Cosme. At at one point, they were down to their third center. And they bullied us at the line of scrimmage, man. I mean, really, on both sides of the football, I I felt like that was true. Poor line of scrimmage play. We only had one sack. Earlier in the game, even after you see Dante Jackson continuously being cooked by uh, McLaurin, then only later in the game, they decided to put Stephon Gilmore on him. Yeah, shout out to Michael Aaron. 100% it should have been that. Why did it take so long? Like I heard you say in the um, Panther creator chat, Tony, that maybe they didn't like the speed on speed matchup. But even still, you're talking about one of the most dominant shutdown corners of the past decade. Well, Gilmore and you're got not cooked. Put that guy on their best receiver. It's so fucking I know. Dumb,
2: I know. Gil- uh, Gilmore got cooked last year by. McLaurin in when he was in New England. At least that's what my Washington football friend told me. Right. And I have I said, Oh, I gotta go back and look at look at it. But still, he said this is that McLaurin had a day with like Gilmore struggled with him. Now, I don't know where Gilmore was with his injuries at that point last year. So there's some questions there. So maybe they didn't like the matchup because they saw that. Maybe they liked how good Dante was playing this week, this year. Uh, but you're right. Look, is that if you're going to sell Gilmore as the guy, like the most ex- like like the shutdown guy, like you should be and able to handle.
3: You for him. You traded any handful picks for him.
2: You should be able to handle any type of player, the big body, yeah, the fast player, some different things like that. So we got a lot to talk about. The number is 5098 fifty ninety eight. That is two five 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Be a part of. The C3 Panthers post-game show. You can jump in the chat room where it's always lit. Um, Let's start with this, Cody. Yeah. Black on black. Uh, dude, here we go with this horse Bad luck, head, bro. bro. Bad luck. Head, bro. Black on black on black equals bad luck. Dude, this story today was so high, actually. I'm gonna and I'm gonna segue it to this because I know you don't like it. My magic pajamas. I'm i I'm a Mormon. I'm not Mormon. I'm Catholic, <laughs> but I want magic pajamas. If you guys pair you your got magic pair.
5: underwear,
2: I will take some. If you got something to loan me, um the the high was so much. You know, I heard the commentator at one point. And uh, shout out to Matt Sanchez. Was it Matt Sanchez? Mark, 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 San- Mark, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. First of all, I love how complimentary of, he, of Cam he is. He's like the first person that says nice things about Cam all the time. He's like, yeah. he throws the best ball, and it was wobbling. I was like, man, I love this guy already.
3: Uh <laughs> and he also he, said that that Cam, uh, you know, he's throwing one of the tighter passes. Right, that a quarterback right. And I was through. like –
2: I was like, I love this guy already. But he did say something that stuck out to me. It was like how Cam's running around between plays, right? He runs to the 50-yard, puts the ball out. It was not a criticism. He said, how are you going to maintain – you know, it's hard to maintain that energy. But I want to expand that discussion beyond Cam Newton, who is might be the most energetic force in the world, like a the unmovable object-type force, but do you know the energy surrounding the storyline? Um it was tough to maintain. And I wondered how it was at Bank of America as Washington scores on the final possession of the first half, gets the ball back, and I believe that they score again 2 let's see, uh hold on, scoring drives here. But the my question is is that like the high that came with it, right? Um, it's tough to maintain that yeah. eye.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, real quick, just so, so I make sure we don't miss them. 89J Sub says, Panther's going to Panther. Shake my head. Thank you, 89, for the 199. Uh, and then uh, Theron Jenkins says, How much of this gets credit to Ron Rivera knowing Dante's weaknesses and when to pick on them? And I think that's a great point, too. And we talked about this a little bit on my Friday free for all show. And I asked everybody like, you know, with Ron Rivera coming back to town, having a lot of ideas about who these guys are, and what kind of players they are. You have to think that that played in to how they were able to kind of, you know, render us kind of obsolete. And I don't think ways. so. And then also, oh, listen, I'm going to give, give too much credit, credit bro. How about this? I'm going to give credit where credit is due. And I don't know if anyone's going to do this. Taylor Heineke is a fucking dog, bro. Yeah, y'all All made like Taylor rock. Heineke for a while, dude, dude. Taylor Heineke is a fucking dog. That dude made some plays off platform. That dude at one play, he's fun. We're we're rooting, was, we're rooting for him, but just not today. To a fucking pretzel on one play. Bro, we that, need to pull a guy little
2: guy harder, man. Up, man. But they should have pulled we, a little harder. Another another lackluster effort by our defense yeah, they they to should've not should've break up, him in half.
3: They should have made up for what. uh uh Matt Jones did to um Brian Burns I'm just saying this I've heard defensive
2: players I love listening to LeVar Arrington in the morning um on two I hate Jonas Knox by the way two cups of two pros and a cup of Joe it's Brady Quinn but I love how just honest he is about this is I'm trying to fucking hurt you when I'm on defense that's like my mentality so, like, all y'all sad motherfuckers out there about this and that. Like, I mean, and think about it. If you, I mean, I don't want the guy to be hurt, hurt. Right. But at the end of the day, he comes and converts a fourth down or whatever right after that play. If he's unavailable, you know, I mean, I don't have no shame in that. In fact, I don't even know if he was down. But it's hard to maintain that high, dude. And then, look, uh, Cody. I'll give you the Mike back, is that we, uh, Washington comes out and scores on a 10-play, 66-yard, 5-minutes-and-39-second drive to start the third quarter to put them up uh, 21-14. It's hard to maintain that energy throughout. And uh, we thought that the Carolina Panthers offense was going to help the defense – um, be more energetic and have that longevity, it just didn't work today.
3: And listen, another thing that I've got to say, and I'm just going to be open and honest about the criticism like, I, we're not going to do the revisionist history about our edge rushers. We think that Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick are really talented, but the uh, fact the matter is, is
2: a, beast, motherfucker. He's a beast,
3: but the fact of the matter is, dude, Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick they're really good at the speed rush and Hassan Reddick has a great secondary move, but when it goes back to Brian Burns, he really lacks that play strength at the line of scrimmage. He doesn't have that bull rush. I feel like a lot of the times he's just a speed move. Now, granted, they are double teaming him at times, but still, man, I feel like out of a, from a player that we have expected so much from, we have not seeing what we wanted to see from brian burns like he, there are games like this where you're hoping your best defensive pass rusher is going to take over football games he didn't and he yeah. doesn't and I, I don't care if you say does, unfair of want
2: to i don't want no reddick smoke on this podcast bro i mean i'm not gonna talking, about, plays. I'm not talking Look, about
3: brian burns living up not living up To the very high. I know. I'm
2: looking at the chat too. I'm looking at the chat and this and that. I just don't want no Reddick smoke. I don't want no Reddick smoke because for look is those criticisms that maybe these guys are undersized against the run, this and that. But Reddick has been. How about this? Thank God for Reddick. Right. Imagine this defense without Hassan Reddick. Number one.
3: Chan made some big plays too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And
2: got beat a couple times. Still not just dominant at this point. But I think uh, the question I think uh, is it might be more um, not more suited, but with Burns, because I don't like shitting on players, you know, without like really, really watching it, just because their production wasn't what we wanted it to be. You know, if he gets one sack all of a sudden in this game and he didn't, then like it's all forgiven. But maybe um, you've heard me talk about this in the past with um, wide receivers and complementary wide receivers. Right is that you need speed guys and big guys. The problem with D- uh, Dave Gettleman in the past, he got went and got two giant guys. He didn't have no speed. In the past, we had two small guys. We didn't have no red red zone threat. Wonder if uh, Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick, being the edge rushers, are not complementary enough to where it's um, you know their strengths are too similar.
3: They are. Um, I also feel like we need a, a bigger bodied hand-in-the-dirt defensive end. Like Gross Matos? Yeah, someone like Gross not, Matos, someone, yeah, someone gross mottos, but, I mean, even him, he's had some some good plays, but he hasn't lived up to that starting but Well, he hasn't either. played
2: at all. He, mean, he, hasn't, he really hasn't played, he hasn't, it he hasn't all. played I at all. I haven't seen his number at all.
3: Point, we right. have guys. We have Marcus Haynes. We have Gross Matos. We have Brian Burns. We have Hassan Reddick. But the fact of the matter is I feel like every time uh, they want to run to the outside or bounce to the outside, they were able to. Hey, how about this? Why does uh, Derek Brown have so many fucking offside penalties? He lines up right in front of the ball and you're jumping off sides. Like in two years, I don't was know. Was it like, Derek Brown or was it the. It, jump off sides
4: Deontay Brown so did times. that.
3: No, I'm no. talking about Derek Brown, or right, number 95.
4: Did he ever yeah, offsides? I didn't see him, and I have offsides when was that? Today. I saw I saw Deontay Brown have the offsides. No, Deontay Brown. No, Deontay
2: Brown plays. Uh, I mean, uh, um, not,
4: not Deontay. Um, oh god, Now I can't even remember his name. Deontay uh, Jackson. Yeah, no, no, Jones. Uh, Daquan Jones.
2: That's yeah. I thought it was Daquan too. I was listening to it on the radio, yeah. so I didn't get to see it. Somebody chat, chat, chat. Uh, fact check. Who got in the offsides? Uh oh, well, I know he got but,
3: an offside penalty because he blew up the play in the backfield. Joshua says I mean, it just uh ended up being Derek Brown.
4: Yeah, that one, yeah. but I don't even think that was offsides. If you watch that, like he 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 jumped a little bit, but he didn't even move his mark. Like they called offsides just because he moved. Like which was ridiculous.
3: And by the way, Peace was savage. I can't believe you believe that, dude. If you think that PJ Walker was gonna be the magical <laughs> key that gets us a fucking W today, dude. Put down the crack pipe, brother. Come on. I, I oh, hate to be stop, the one stop. To, stop. to
4: disagree with that too. Like that was definitely not a, a Cam Newton issue today whatsoever. Like Cam Newton was not the issue today. And, How I, about and, this?
2: And, and, was Cam um a little bit Uh, In my opinion, I thought he would be rustier in the passing game than he was today. You know what I'm saying? With so much stuff off, he hasn't been – like, not only has he not been in the Carolina system and things and had time with the receivers, he just hasn't been playing football. I would actually say that when it comes to the passing game, it was sharper today than I expected it to be.
4: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think – I'm right there with you. I thought that was a a bit of a surprise to see him come out and actually – you know uh play as well obviously we knew he was gonna we were all hopeful i guess that he was going to come out and ball out but like we we all kind of have i I would be i would venture to guess at least all of us had our expectations and our expectations probably didn't put there that he was going to have as high of a completion or completion rated than it did and all that stuff like it was definitely a better performance from cam newton than than i would have anticipated coming to a new offense
3: and listen before we go any further because I have a lot to say about that, what you just mentioned too, specifically. Uh, We have 200 people watching right now, and there's 48 thumbs up. Listen, you bunch of freaks. Your daddy needs to talk to you real quick.
4: Oh, hey. Well, hello there. You guys are coming in here for your therapy session after watching the Carolina Panthers just do nothing against the Washington Redskins. Cam Newton's homecoming was disappointing to see the game end with an L for the Panthers. Unfortunate, but you guys are here, and you haven't hit that thumbs up button yet? For the therapy session? What, are we going to give you lower tier therapy? Absolutely not. Hit the thumbs up. This is your subscriber shame.
3: Subscriber shame. 200 people watching. 81 thumbs up. Listen, It's free, baby.
2: It's
3: free. It, 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 it's free. That, that's all we it's want It's cheaper to do. than that
2: Cam Newton t-shirt.
3: It's cheaper than a Cam Newton t-shirt, but you know what else, man? It helps Panther Nation be able to continue to grow after a game like this. You want to be able to come and invent. We're going to put everything on screen. You see me showing your comments. C3 Podcast is for the fans. by the fans. Going back to something that CK said, too, I think one of the things that we forget Cam Newton has never really been a fast starter. I mean, you know, in his time in Carolina, he really turns it on. Like after his third or fourth game, he kind of finds that rhythm. And that's why I agree with you, Tony. I feel like on such short notice, only a few practices under his belt, I felt like Cam Newton came in and played a good football game today. Uh, On that perfect seam pass touchdown to Christian McCaffrey, I mean, that was just a thing of beauty, man. I thought Cam was distributing the ball well. He had a few incompletions. You know, uh, he he put a ball a little bit too far out in front of uh, Christian McCaffrey on the third down play. But other than that, I feel like Cam read the field well. The biggest criticism that I have, and this is where I can agree with CK on our criticisms of Joe Brady. Like, one, what in the fuck did we pay Robbie Anderson for? if he's the fastest receiver on our football team and Cam Newton clearly has the arm to be able to get him the football, why are we not ever attempting to take shots on first or second down? Like Let's attempt to affect all areas of the football field because you're allowing the defense to be able to clamp down on you. And we continue to see that, man. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. If you're never going to be willing to throw the ball downfield you're, you're you're putting so much extra pressure on one the quarterback to the offensive line and number three christian mccaffrey who you already run so much of our offense through right uh, i mean we really have to be better at that i'm interested to hear why you all think uh our all over the top game isn't better than it is and real quick 89 j subs uh, says there were Panther fans yelling for PJ the whole game. I don't know why Cam what? doesn't deserve this. Yeah, it's like I, I don't understand this, man. Anyone saying that uh that Cam Newton is the reason it's, that it's we
2: like lost an irrelevant him. conversation. If Cam right. would have played poorly today, then let's have that conversation. I don't even but think like, then. The, like, but like that. It, yeah, I mean, you're not even then. But he played really well and this isn't me just trying to defend him. Like they scored points today. We scored 21 points. We moved the ball. We had a couple of times where we were putting some, and look, he wasn't putting the best situations all the time. So it wasn't like, but it just wasn't like cam having a bad day and the offensive line playing great, which they played all right until the end. It was just this. It was that we could not stop the run. And Terry McLaurin. I mean, there's like two things here. There are two things. It's like, uh, and first of all, I want to give. I know people are gonna uh, shit on Dante Jackson, but McLaurin is like top. He's like top level.
4: He's top really cool. level, Dante, and, and it, Dante was getting burnt by everyone. Like it wasn't even just McLaurin. He was getting burnt like on that fourth down play. Like I mean, he was getting burnt everywhere. Yeah. It wasn't even. He was getting was burnt that by the tight uh, end. well.
2: He did have, all right, and then it started to set in. He had a tough game, the offsides on yeah, the end. The uh, yeah, I mean, like that was. I mean, he's exhausted. Out that not exhausted. I mean, it's not in defense of him. I'm just saying this. Let's not take away from how good McLaurin is. No, and like, I he's would never a dog, like, man.
4: But that's that's the problem. I ha- he is a dog, right? But if you want to, if you're in a contract year and you want to play. At a level where you believe that you're the best, you know cornerback. I know Ross. Oh, he's not getting can't.
2: the number one money.
4: Oh no, he isn't. This game is is proving it. He needs a supporting cast, and he cannot be the number one guy. He cannot be on the number one, uh, the number one wide receiver of their team because that is going to be a problem. And he's a he's great
2: compliment. It's a and great compliment. Way, but where the hell was Gilmore today? Missing in action.
4: But okay, so
3: that's a good question. Missing we're all, in action, we're all bro. We're all wondering what happened to Gilmore. But, Tony, doesn't that make the, the question that we've been having about who do we keep after this season? Well, Stephon now Moore you should say neither. Action. No, man. I, now I say even more it's Stephon Gilmore.
2: No, Stephon he didn't Gilmore do shit today, bro. They were
3: scoring on us. Every, like, his name won't even
2: – he didn't That's make a – No. Like, I mean, I would, we can't say it's just the coaches. No, because Gilmore you gotta got to go and look at his play on now. the field. He was just not involved. And I'm sorry. And it was he was not manning people up and taking people out of the game. So don't give me this because we didn't call his name. It was a good thing. The fact that Gilmore could not help us either says that there's some sort of injury going on. He's not familiar, which I don't believe he's not familiar enough with the defense by this point after Cam Newton starting and doing all this shit in five days, ten days. Right. They weren't throwing his way. What do you mean? There was within, within whose way were they throwing? Because they weren't running five wide out, folks. It's
6: not
7: they like Gilmore they were not running five. Time, the man. other,
2: there was three, dude. Go and look. They put up a stat that said he that Heineke got hat. seven different receivers involved. So he was throwing every way. Don't act listen, to me like and Gilmore Gilmore's is
3: short amount of time. He has come oh down God. here and shut down his his opposing receivers far more than Dante Jackson does. This has been oh Dante Jackson's goodness. best year, and the the fact that they he didn't, didn't give up a catch Stephon
2: because Gilmore. he won't on the. I bet you he won't even on the field a lot. The
3: fact, okay, but you're but that has nothing to do with Stefan Gilmore's level of play. I mean, listen, the, no, there's no debating why ain't that he on the is field. Better cornerback. Than Dante Jackson, and you should blame our coaches for that. Phil Drew, well, well, why, Phil isn't Drew. The, why isn't he on the field? Because he needs to be on the field, and it's bullshit that he wasn't. And by the way, especially now when you consider, Look, this is, this is Corey Roundtree says he was
2: on the field. I man, I, mean, I challenge. Then who was he covering, bro? Because I'm telling you, they threw three different. Heineke had three touchdowns today, and don't just be like it was all AJ and and AJ Bouye and uh
3: how many of them were on Gilmore? none of them were on Gilmore Gilmore didn't give up any touchdowns in fact at the end of the game he made the tackle on Gibson to keep him down in bounds out of bounds and yeah. gave us more time to be able to uh try and drive the ball downfield
4: yeah Gilmore yeah, I mean, is
3: not the problem
4: yeah Gilmore like here's the thing there was three touchdowns that were thrown um, two were on Dante Jackson, I'm thinking, right. Am I not, uh, I'm pretty sure it was two on Dante and then one on, uh, he on had that
2: journey. one on the Dante Jackson after the big pass. Right. So I knew, I know you guys don't like yeah. to say this, but he like, there was a big pass down the field. Then Dante Jackson gives up this up, this touchdown, which I mean, you, so he just ran 40 yards downfield. Right. And it, man, like, yeah, they started to pick on Dante, but let's not act like Gilmore was out there just shutting fools down. He didn't and get a Yeah, I did watch the wrong. goddamn game. Jay, pray and I pray to you to just because look, they threw to that other. There was like three dudes that threw caught touchdowns today, three guys. And I'm not saying that Gilmore's just getting burnt. But I tell you this: I won't go and oh, look, Gilmore breaking up passes. Gilmore doing this. Gilmore doing that. And don't give me that shit just because we didn't call his name. He just shut motherfuckers down. Nobody on that defense gets a pass today, even Phil Drew. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm calling the snap count out. I want to see the snap count because I did watch it. I did watch it, folks. Did the snaps? What was he in for? Over forty percent of the defensive plays. It's a question I have.
3: But again, you're either talking about injury or you're talking about decisions that our coaches are making. If it's, injury, or, then, if or, it's or it's yeah, injury, yeah, well that's
2: fine. fine. I mean, but still, way, if hold you're on, Tommy. Me,
3: it, it means that they would have lied on the injury report this uh, this week if if Gilmore wasn't listed on the injury report, which he wasn't. So, then that tells me that it's our coaches that didn't have him out there. Fact of the matter is, Dante Jackson looked fucking terrible today. And all those times that uh, to- uh, McLaurin cooked him, it should have been Gilmore in on that play. And the fact of the matter is, we have JC Horn coming back. Uh, like, we really we need to make it a point, I think, to keep Gilmore and get uh, JC Horn very much involved with this defense as soon as he gets back man because our defenders got cooked today cooked
4: um i will say this much i can't really recall um stefan gilmore i don't know what is now I'm, I'm interested to see a snap count because i was thinking that I early see on in the game, yeah um i do recall thinking that like i didn't feel like Stephon. i saw cj henderson out there a lot uh more than i had and so i didn't see e. Stephon taylor gilmore.
2: they're calling his name
4: Um, But I also want to preface this, like if he was on the field, he didn't have a a pass that was caught on in his vicinity. Right. So, I mean, just because we didn't hear his name doesn't mean he wasn't as impactful. I want to see
2: the amount of snaps, though. That's
4: uh, that's what I'm saying. If he played 20 percent of the snaps, it's not as impressive. But if he played 60 percent or more and we didn't hear his name called because not or didn't even see him on the TV because nobody was going his way then that's absolutely a shutdown corner. It's
3: still on coaches.
6: But
4: he didn't play it's still it. On all right.
2: coaches. So then this, I got to call out old Starsky and Hutch up here. Uh, almost all things gaming. Mr. Starsky and Hutch detective said, you said you listened to it on the radio and you didn't watch it. How about this? I had to take my kid and pick him up. And I missed I listened to the final drive of the second quarter. And the final drive of the fourth quarter when the game's over, it's Mr. Starsky and Hutch, detective out here trying to pick apart all this crap. And I want to give mad credit to Jordan Gross and Jim Zoki, who are just slaying it on the radio broadcast. But Muggs, I'm telling you, I want to see the snap count. That's all I want to see. I'm not saying Seth R. Gilmore had a bad game. I'm just saying, you know what? He didn't shut down Terry McLaurin. Because Dante Jackson sitting over there dealing with, and you know what you guys are saying all Dante did was get did. roasted. No, all you say Dante is getting roasted. He made a big play where it looked like he was getting roasted, and he comes in and smacks the ball out the backside. No that was credit an over, there,
4: overthrown ball, and that was if still that was made on- the
2: play, bro. Yeah, and still win. made the play.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went one for six on plays. He had one good one, and then I'm six just saying, all right. Ones. How about I'm- this? Why does our defense? fall off of a cliff when we need it the most. This entire week, everybody was saying that, look, our defense gives Cam Newton a perfect scenario to be able to walk into. He isn't going to have to do the thing that Cam Newton normally does, put on the Superman cape, and will this football team do a victory. No, we thought our defense was going to be able to come in and hold it down. Why does our offense, or rather, why does our defense fucking fall off a cliff when they're playing in bank of america stadium we keep on losing it's the, home i games. tell you why
2: It's the black on black
3: bitching. it's the black on black uniforms we bro. don't have the the home field advantage we don't have the excited fan base we don't have this we don't have that well how about the carolina panthers win a fucking football game at home before you start bitching about the fans like, dude, it, 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 it pisses him. me off that the defense plays so bad when we need them the most. I mean, what? They, Jason, Lewis, snow, right?
2: Jason Lewis says we don't have stamina. And I would say this is that the energy level was so high, it's hard to maintain that um, throughout the game. And I bet, you know, you got to wonder, again, that's where I come back to Washington scoring, going into the half, getting the ball back and scoring again. That's tough. Them fans with a lot of burgundy out there, too, which we know is going to be, you know, it's tough to keep that energy. Um, I do want to say
8: it. Fumble,
2: fumble, fumble, fumble. I was at Morgan Fox with another Morgan fumble. Fox. He recovered hey, man, a fox fumble last way. week and caused a fumble this week. I thought the defense was going to play better today. I thought this, when the right. Carolina Panthers come out and score on that open and drive, then that gives the defense um, kind of the down distance marker advantage, right? Right. right? Playing ahead of the sticks and causing, a, even when they were marching down the field, you cause a fumble, like what the Fox say, fumble, fumble, fumble. And, um, and then, uh, Ron Rivera and his team just body-blowed us, bro. There McLaurin was the hook. McLaurin was the hook, but they were body-blowing us with McKissick and Gibson all day, and I told you on the Panthers defense has some problems with the run at times.
4: Oh, well, it's always been that case. Every one of our losses they talked about on the broadcast has been 150 yards that we've given up on average to every one of our losses, you know, and we gave them almost 200 this go round. So, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think this game came down to two, two drives, uh, not just two plays, but two drives. The drive right before the end of the half where we had an opportunity and we just didn't pull through, um, and we allowed them to score right before the half, and they were going to come out of the second half with the ball. Um, so they were able to do a 14-point turnaround because of that, that one piece, because we just couldn't do the things that we needed to do. That was what lost the game because we were up seven going into the half Had they not had they gotten that stop. And then I think the momentum would have maintained if that wouldn't have taken place, but there was a 14 point swing and that gave them a lead right after the first half. It's that's or right after the second half. I think that's really tough to overcome. Um, I will say this much. We were, it, it, let me ask you guys, if Cam Newton wasn't in there, what do you think is the, uh, the final score here? Because I think it. it we weren't even going to be close if this was a, if this was oh, Sam Darnold or anybody it, else.
3: It, it might be, Seven to, to thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it, it could have been so much worse. It could have been so much worse. And, oh, and again, man, that that's why. Look, and, and we have to. Okay, Tony, we've done this thing, or you did this thing where we were doing this. He who shall not be named with Cam Newton, but now that Cam Newton is back, well, welcome back to all of the problems that we deal with relating to Cam Newton, and that people are going to find a way to blame him for every fucking thing that goes wrong with this football team. Everybody is screaming for P.J. Walker. Like, dude, P.J. wasn't going to do anything to win this football game for us. And if we're not throwing down the field, it's not because they don't trust Cam's arm. arm. Look, Cam was throwing bullets out there today. He had some zip on his passes. Mark Sanchez even said it during the broadcast. His arm is fine. The arm is not the issue. Let him push well, the ball It's more the longevity
2: of the arm that's the question, right? I mean, it's not a – I don't think any of it has been a one-game thing. It's like, does the arm last for the long time, for the long haul? I'm just saying this. is like if today, if you looked at that game and the first thing y'all want to talk about on the bad side is Cam Newton, then don't I don't the even problem. know how to talk. You know, is that – I mean, that we that really – we gotta talk about Matt Fool at this point. Yeah. Getting out coached. He was screaming on the sideline. He's upset. I actually have some questions because uh what was the that one play where we got called a penalty or something, we lost a down, or all of a sudden he was screaming on that and they had the conference and I couldn't hear it because again that was the, I wasn't uh, I was watching it, not listening it to it, that Starsky. Was-
4: yeah, that was the uh, the play where they didn't reset the clock. It only gave them 20 oh, okay. seconds. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a lot of them. Like, I mean, let's be honest, too. I mean, we were facing the the referees in this game, too. They were that that intentional grounding that should have been. Like, I've seen way worse in, or way less intentional grounding calls called. And Taylor Heineke got away with one there. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, there's, there's a guy 15 yards away. That was definitely not intentional grounding. It definitely was. Um, that part. And then you add in the, the, the lack of a, even in that there towards the end when uh, we didn't get that fourth down, that was defensive pass interference. The dude was there before the ball even got there. He started tackling Christian McCaffrey. Luckily the reason they didn't call it is because he didn't catch the ball. I mean, he caught the ball. If he hadn't caught the ball, it might've been a little more obvious, but that was defensive pass interference. There was a lot of things that they didn't call. Um, And luckily they called a lot of things that were in our favor, but for the most part, it, the, the referees were very much bad today as well.
2: Yeah. All right, uh I want to talk about um we're going to go to the cat calls now. The number is 252-228-5098. I'm amped up, bro. Y'all coming at me, I'm coming back. Coming back. I love y'all. Even Starsky and Hutch out there. I do. And don't worry. I'm used to getting picked on. The old man's used to it. But the old man might be right every now and then. I told you them black and black. And black and black, are bad luck, bro. Bad luck. Give me my underwear. I need... You know what? You didn't wear your lucky underwear today, obviously. And neither did I. The number is 252 We got to talk about uh, the... The kind of I, I think we're gonna have to go back to Matt Rule a little bit and the coaching staff being out coached today. Ron Rivera and their team. Um I I would argue this is that I know Ron Rivera's halftime speech is better than Matt Rule's. Oh, I put money on that. I put money on that. Number two is Matt Rule at the end, the timeouts, then are going forward on fourth and four. I, I don't mind going for it. I just didn't like the indecision, not going for it, then going for it, wasting a timeout. All of this, we should have, um, at that point, I mean, because it didn't work out, punted, you know, and trying to get it with the three timeouts. And, Jay Prey, please call in. Give me your words. I hope they (laughs) were words of prey. I pray they words of uh, praise. Pray (laughs) they words of praise. But I'm guessing they ain't. The number is 252-228-5098. Jake the Snake, F-U-2. Here we go
4: thoughts on cat if this yes, plays please. you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel
2: not playing at all All and right. if somebody you really don't want
3: your number played dm me and I'll relay it to Tony.
2: What do you mean that not want their number played? The
3: pan, pan, he doesn't want his call played. I don't know why. why? So. so what are your thoughts on know. cat calling? Yeah.
2: All Stacking. right uh actually carry me on this carry me for a second as I yeah. find a different call now. Jesus i mean
3: Christ. well i mean i don't know if that was his though so i mean
2: uh sorry. I i was you know what i was just working on it
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> that was
2: um, his i changed the mind at the last second all
3: right so uh, we good or we need to no carry? no
2: i'm talking drunk about him he said uh, that was his call he said don't play it so at the very last second the i decided not i don't know i'm just saying this <laughs> yeah. the call didn't work bro
3: That's fine. Uh, So Cam Newton uh, during his press conference said the lack of third down efficiency is unacceptable. And um, again, this is something I want I want to touch on, man. Like I feel like Robbie Anderson, and again, I don't even know who to put it on. Like I feel like we could put it on Joe Brady a little bit, but I also feel like we're just not utilizing Robbie Anderson at what he's good at. And that's taking the top off of a defense. Can we, we continue to, to not use him in that shape or form? It, it drives me up a wall, dude. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. And I think our offense could be so much more dynamic if we were able to get the ball downfield to him a little bit more, man. I, I, I don't know if it's because they haven't quite had enough time to form that connection, but it bothers me, man. It really does bother me. We've been missing that deep threat, that long ball on our offense for a long time. Where is it at? Because it's not know. like we don't have the personnel to do it. You
4: well, know, uh, one piece to that, let's also pay attention to what the Ro- the Redskins did or the Washington football team did today, right? They threw the ball deep. And what did that do? It opened up the the run offense tremendously. Like it wasn't even uh, difficult for them. Like they were throwing the ball down the field and that caused the, uh, the team to have to make an adjustment to uh to the defense you know and then the, the run game was able to to just get it off the you know off the you know just go off really um so i think i think it 100 makes sense i mean i think we need to blame a lot of people but i think it starts with brady and then uh you know with that play calling we need to get the deep ball because it hasn't been there for a long time and we need to see that
2: credit yeah. oh. to taylor heineke for having a solid game today Terry mclaurin having a good game uh, the Washington football team's offensive line having a good game as well as their running backs. Uh, discredit to the Carolina Panthers defensive front and their secondary for just figuring out a way to do more, throwing out, uh, throwing Heineke off his spot. You know, they allowed him to look like Kirk Cousins and Brett Favre rather than uh, Sam Darnold, which we needed him to look like. So, you know, just st- it stinks. Um, there was just some... As Ron Rivera would say, some missed opportunities.
4: So, what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty s. Sh- you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
3: Uh, very uncomfortable.
4: So, how do you think catcalling makes the person feel?
7: One, it a feels two, good. Like, and a three, and a four. And who's that cat
6: in the back corner with his face buried in his who's that kid that can use one? <laughs>
1: Um, I believe we had a pretty decent
5: game with Cam Newton in the offense today, but we can't depend on Cam Newton to be the two-minute drop in. I was expecting the defense to show up and show out this game and Cam Newton just be a dick and dumb quarterback, just manage the game. But we have, our defense have to show up each and every game from this time on, and we can't get the ball ran down for every game.
2: True that. All right, next call. Take Jackson out the fucking game. (laughs) There's a whole litany of these probably.
5: Stop playing fucking zone defenses. Goober is cutting you open. Stop the fucking zone defense. Wide open receiver. After a wide open receiver, what the fuck?
2: Mm, uh, Take Dante Jackson out. Stop playing zone.
5: You bring Cam Newton back to put his dick in the vice with this bum-ass play calling, really? Everything's a run or a pass within five yards. What the fuck was this play calling? What the fuck
3: is with this these coordinators of this game?
2: Cody, uh, calling hey, on yeah, you, bro. Hey,
3: look, man, how about this? Everybody likes to use Joe Brady as a punching bag. Let's fucking punch on Phil Snow. Let's fucking punch on Phil Snow. Why is the middle of the field... Always so open for opposing offenses. Why is it that on third and fourth down, you or even if it was long, you almost knew for a certain that Washington was going to get a first down? It's, uh, I mean, those shallow crossers uh, in the middle of the field. There were times when there was no one on them. The the middle of the field was absolutely wide open. What? Why is that? Why is? it is that just blown assignments? Where's Jermaine Carter Jr.? Like, we've all been, you know, glowing about Jermaine Carter, but uh, he was nowhere to be found. Frank Louvu made a good play today, but at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that we said is that our linebacking corps still needed a lot of help. And I'm not going to shit on Shaq Thompson today. Shaq Thompson, I mean, he's been one of our better defensive players this entire year, but he's not enough. He's not enough, man. We need more linebacker help. We need more safety help. And at the end of the day, man, the middle of the field has to stop being so open. They were killing us with those crossing routes, man. It's, it's absolutely unacceptable. And the fact that Phil Snow couldn't make any adjustments to stop it, like, come on, dude. I thought you were the old veteran coach on the football team that has all the know-how and all the defensive knowledge. Where is that at? Why are you putting up your worst performances at home? You can win on the road better than you can at home. That is absolute bullshit.
2: Um, all right, next call.
9: What's good, C3 Nation? This is your boy Jay Anderson. What's up, Jay? Man, tough loss. I had a bad feeling of, I had a bad feeling about this game all through the week just because of the, the hype that Cam was coming back. You know, kind of, you know, it was well deserved hype. It was like, you know, sometimes the emotions and the hype was just, you know, coming home was just, yeah, it, it, it felt a little eerie to me, you know, once game day came closer. I'm like, oof,
2: man. I just...
9: But, um, can't, can't play good. I mean, just, you know, it happens. The sack happens and stuff like that. Can play good. I thought the defense did not play their best. They looked like the early two thousand, two um early twenty twenty defense. The twenty six. They looked like a 26th ranked defense and of a number twenty um number two defense. That was a bad defensive um you know performance. Credit to Washington for exploiting them. I mean, if you look, if you look at the time possession, that they they destroyed Carolina. I mean, they was going on, you know, over six, over five minute, minute possessions on them. And so, I mean, the defense that played terrible, you know, but you know, they got the L out of their way. Cam, you know, hopefully, you know, we get the W in um in Miami. And then you got a bye week, so I think you know if they get the dub in Miami and get the bye week, they can not get more p- familiar with the playbook. Joe Brady would call a better play because I thought that third, I thought the fourth down, the fourth down play that they ran for McCaffrey, I thought that was you know I thought that was stupid. You don't want to get at the close line the um the first down marker. You want to at least get like two two yards above it to gain the first down, you know, but it's whatever. I mean, you know, they got to get some wins, you know, and then six loss. I mean, they still in the playoff. They still in the playoffs, huh? So, all right, then y'all be easy.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, all of us are upset right now. We're mad, CK. But what you said at the very end there was 100% true, man. We're still in the playoffs. How about this? Most of us thought that we were going to be – uh that the last two games would have had vice versa results. We thought we were going to lose to the Cardinals and beat the Washington football team. It ended up being the other way around. We uh, beat the Cardinals, lost to the Washington football team. So we're kind of right where we expected ourselves to be in a weird way. Uh, And I think the thing that's so frustrating about this game too is that we're better than this. The Carolina Panthers are a better team than what they did today. They just played like absolute dog shit. And the fact that they continue to do it at home is absolutely infuriating. But I wanted to highlight some comments because they're making some great points. Michael Aaron says we can't stop those inside zone runs. That's what Dallas did to us and um, other football teams have continued to use that same formula to be very successful against us. Um, And then on top of that, man, you know, one of the things that we said about Cam Newton earlier, that I said about Cam Newton earlier, is the longer that you give him in this offense, the more rhythm and timing he uh, accumulates with these receivers. Right. Cam Newton will be fine. I have no worries about Cam. I really don't even worry about our receivers too much. I worry more about our offensive line and I worry about our play calling not being up to snuff, which I think is a fair criticism. Yeah. Um, but uh, listen, our defense. They're better than that. They are better than that. But today they came out and they laid an egg, man. And that's what's so frustrating is because we have the pieces. This roster, even as it is right now, is still a playoff roster. Right. And we have JC Horn coming. That back. doesn't
2: win games. It needs to win to get the playoffs.
3: We gotta that's fix the problem,
2: it, man. The problem is this is not about any of that. Is this is that if you want to make the playoffs, you're gonna win, bro. You got to win. And we had games this year, and it was not It was before Cam, and now here. And the, man, this has nothing to do with Cam at this point. He just has to do this. You want to make the playoffs, folks? You got to win some damn games. You got to win yeah. some games. Hells to win at home. Let's go to the next call. The number is 252-228-5098.
10: That's the podcast. How y'all doing, man? Hey, man. Pam, I can't believe you lost that damn fucking game. I'm heated, but I'm not that damn mad. You know, I mean, Cambridge it's like a, disappointment. Played a pretty damn decent game, man. He, he really did, man. The only thing that pissed me off, man, is why they let him fuck with two minutes and, like, 20 seconds. Rule called the final timeout. That made no fucking sense to me, man. None at all. I don't get it, man. I don't. I feel like our defense, so like, stupid. let us down today. I
5: really, really fucking... We have it. to talk I'm about like, that.
10: Come on, man. They was fucking... Tell how he was throwing to every damn body, man. i like, come on, man. I need to tighten up on that damn defense, man. Yeah. I still see us getting through with the damn wild card, whatever. I'm not really happy about this damn game, man. I was happy to see Cam back. I ain't going to lie. I was happy as shit, man. You know, but uh, uh, what's up the next week, man? Give me your thoughts on that, y'all.
8: Keep hey,
3: Tony, we have to talk about uh, Matt Rule on third down after they didn't convert. The stadium booed him into going for it. On that's what pass. I was talking
2: about. That was they my point. Is this doing. I'm trying to tell you that is that, um, first is that it's not about going for it. That's the problem. Is that he wasn't going for it and then he went for it. It's the mis- miscommunication that led to the blown timeout. And again, this coaching staff, Matt Fool, Matt Fool. Or Rat mule, whatever you prefer, they are influenced by the outside noise.
4: They are, they are absolutely. You can tell by that, and and like the the, the it just feels indecisive. Like it, obviously, am I great? Am I grateful that they decided to try to go for it there? Yeah, uh, obviously that that makes. You know, well, not because happy, they didn't
2: get it, though. Like it would have been better to not go for
4: the it. Way this defense was playing, you think they were going to be able to stop them? I mean, I think that they at this point in time they have to get. Well, they didn't
2: hands. stop them, and they let them score a touchdown, didn't they?
4: Not after that, no. It was it was a turnover. It was another
2: field goal.
4: Is that yeah, what it was? It yeah,
2: was yeah, oh, yeah. it was just because of the first and five. I thought about this. It was like I was like, oh, we didn't get the three and out. That's what it was. Yeah, I wanted the three and out. Oh, but uh, Dante I, I just, Jackson, that that was... again, jumped off signs on the punt. Or yep. what was it? Yeah, I mean, like, it's just he did have a bad day. Uh, CK, continue. Your thoughts on uh, Rat Mule at this point in the noise?
4: I don't know. I I, I I just don't know what to think of him, to be honest with you. Like, at this point in time, there's just too many question marks. I, I, I've, I've been a, a defender, if you will, of, of Matt Rule. But I just... I don't know. I, I I don't I don't feel like I have that leadership that I'd like to hear, have for my uh you know a, a freaking coach of an NFL team. Like I I've yeah. been a defender, I've been somebody who's tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I am just starting to get again, like let's let's talk about it, right? He we got upset that they have Sam Darnold. We're like Cam Newton's out there. He goes and gets Cam Newton, right? Uh and then we get upset that he didn't go for the fourth down, so he goes for the fourth down. Like I just feel like he's he's definitely doing a little bit too much. Uh he's
2: like the opposite of Ron, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like you know, he's, Ron he's, he's won't listen you know? to anybody. Yeah. And uh Matt Rule listens to everybody.
4: Yeah, it's true that.
2: Um, you know, I don't look, is uh here's it. at the end of the day, one game, one season uh should not determine our feelings on any one person and player, whatever yeah. it may be. I think this is that you know, and you hate to hear when Ron Rivera says this crap all the time, but the cliche man is right. It's like whatever the remember he used to have this like it takes ten thousand snaps to be a pro. Yeah, he had this magic number, and it's kind of true. Is that like even when you're a very talented person, it takes you my my father-in-law always says this is five years at your job, and you're really good at like then it's easy. You know, is that you're working, you're living off a talent until those five years. And then you get to your talent and your experience kind of become meshed together at that magic point of 10,000 snaps or whatever. So I'm not ready to write off Matt Rule, but he's really not. He's looked a lot like Matt Fool this year rather than Matt Rule.
4: Right.
3: Listen, we know that he is going to, at the very least, get three years. Whether we like that or not, it is what it is. Matt Rule is not mm-hmm. being fired at the end of this year. i saved another
2: motherfucker's job. One
3: hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. saved
2: and another man's job because I would not have coach. said that. With yeah, I mean, like, that's right. That's right. Or like, I mean, he saves everybody's job. Yeah. I mean, look, he made Kelvin Benjamin look skinny. Uh, the number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to the next call.
11: Man, first time caller, man. Today's game we got to eat all around. It's, we can't blame it all on like Cam Joe Brady. His offense is very vanilla. He
7: we keep we keep running
11: straight to McCaffrey, passing to McCaffrey. You Gotta get Robbie in there too. You can't just be so vanilla. Where with a smart coach like Ron Rivera, He's gonna cook you like that. Like in the first two minutes, first two quarters, He's gonna cook you. Okay. I figured out your game plan. I know how to beat it. You got to switch it up. Defense-wise, our corners, our safeties got burnt. It's always been a defensive problem. We never really had great corners. Since we do, it's kind of like they just ain't playing up to their true potential. But give me your thoughts on the overall game plan from the defensive standpoint and the offensive standpoint. Thank you, you know, and keep...
2: Uh, I want to start. I just want to take the offensive side. Is that for someone who has heard a lot of people say that Joe Brady's uh, uncreative or whatever it is and that, this and that? Um, And for someone that I thought had a little bit lacked experience, I'm fine with what the offense did today. You know, I mean, maybe there's some execution things that can be cleaned up. Maybe there's some things that could be cooler when you get more experience. But look, I felt like they integrated the run pass option just fine. Like, and you need to do that, right? So I thought there was some diversity there. I'll let you guys take the defensive side, and we'll keep moving through with these calls.
3: Yeah, I mean, I kind of said what I feel about the defense. I hate that the middle of the football field is so consistently open. I mean, whenever teams want to throw on us, they're going to hit the middle of the football field. And then on top of that, it's already been said that those zone runs that they do against us, man, that's like our kryptonite. That is 100% our, 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 our kryptonite. And, and to the point, I even think that it forces us to kind of play zone, zone coverage just a little bit more to be safe than sorry. I don't know. And look, we end up being sorry every single time. I really don't know what else to say, man. I want everyone to keep that same energy that you have for Joe Brady. Keep it for Phil Snow. Because let me tell you, man. And I think, but hold on. I want to give credit to CK. Because I believe CK said this in our chat room. Whenever the Panthers' defense has a bad day, they don't just have a bad day, dude. They have a fucking terrible day. Like, I mean, they put up. Uh, I mean, what we gave uh, what Dallas a record number of of rushing it's yards, like two hundred yards something. rushing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, dude, something crazy like that. So, listen, if everyone's gonna, you know, going on Joe Brady in the chat room. And, I mean, even though our offense was the best part of our football team today, not saying it was great, but the offense clearly was better bad, than our though. defense today. Didn't
2: keep us from winning the game. My
3: point being is keep that same energy for Phil Snow, because when this defense falls off a cliff, dude, they're falling off a of mountain fucking Everest.
2: And for me, look, because I don't want to have, I got no criticism about the offense, and the reason and everybody's going to be like, oh, because you love Cam so much. No, um, I think I tweeted this out at the end of the third quarter, is that Ron Rivera is only going to give the ball back to us twice. Right? We're only going to get the ball twice now. We were down seven, and we're trying to win. If we don't score right here, the odds become so long. And you know what? We went down and scored. I think that was a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. You know, so look, I mean, the offense kept us – alive like they didn't keep they didn't put us it wasn't like we were sitting there going oh man if the offense would have produced today we could have won right we're sitting there is like if you could stop Terry McLaurin one time if you <laughs> could get time. one fourth. actually you know and let's talk about uh we'll go to the next call but I want you guys to think about this because this calls and, and I tried to move in some of the calls around so they stay relevant here's a little smoke for Tony called uh before that Gilmore discussion gets weak um burris two two big penalties today one was a penalty one wasn't uh and heineke coming up like he was trying to fight how about that uh two five two two two
8: eight fifty ninety eight bro tony what the fuck are you talking about this is g baby G Baby talking to about shit about tony get out of here you don't know watch the game bro Stefan gilmore was not on the fucking field bro i mean he was but he wasn't g
2: what does that mean? It
8: was dog. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, what do you mean, get rid of Stephon Gilmore? What are you talking about? I didn't say...
2: Think... Now you misconstrued. Come
8: on. Bring it back in, dog. This is coaching, bro. This is this what they really do. do. Phil fucking snow not putting the right personnel on the fucking I'm field, dog. i you. G, baby. Hearts filled to do with one hand and had a cap 90% rims. of it's the okay. fucking plays today. <laughs> what are you talking about, Tony? Come on, bro. Right, Wake right, the fuck right. up, G. I got to get on your ass, bro, because you're wrong, and Cody Lack is right on this, dog. This is on coaching, bro. This has nothing to do with Stephon on fucking Gilmore, dog. The Seth on Gilmore should have been on fucking scary carry from beginning to fucking end. He should have traveled with him and locked him down the entire game. That's not what happened, bro. That's not what happened.
2: That is exactly what didn't happen. I understand
8: that.
7: That's what I'm with saying. Coffee.
8: Scary Terry, bro. I should go back and watch the game, Tony. You need to go back and watch this fucking game, bro. A dude what will I see? Was playing the slot and covering Terry McLaurin half of the fucking game, dog. Go back and watch, man. This is on fucking coaching. This is on Phil Snow and coaching, G. This has everything to do with fucking coaching. This loss is on <sighs> coaching, bro. And anyone that talks shit on Cameroon needs to get the fuck out of the fucking chat, bro. That's right. The you, me, whatever the fuck been. All get right, the let's the go G-Baby
2: and about, Cody Lassny and Joe Prey, John Prey, go jerk off in the corner together. So hey, I,
8: crazy, I just you know. wanted to I
2: Yeah, we'll call him C-Baby.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call me C-Baby call me C- <laughs> because G-Baby is either <laughs> at my throat or he's my spirit animal. Today, he's my fucking spirit animal. I 100% agree with him, man. Our coaches are... Listen, uh, how about this? Tony, you've asked me this before. Like, name a time when we won because of our coaches. I feel like now I can name a few different examples where we have lost because of our coaches and the decisions that they have made.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, Look, and I think it's easy to point to the coach. And look, I'm actually... The hardest I am is I'm actually more critical of Matt rule in this game than I am of Phil snow. I know you guys are upset. That the defense did not perform as well as it could have. There were some moments. They had some opportunities to make some plays and they just didn't. Uh, the fourth, I mean, and like down the stretch, you, you stop that fourth and three play on the Brett Favre moment. Hassan Reddick gets that shoelace. This game's a different one. Second, you get a couple of defensive penalties, I don't know if I'm going to put that on Phil Snow uh, putting us in a difficult position because Justin Burris smashes Taylor Heineke in a slide or Dante Jackson jumps off sides. I mean, so it's like a lot of errors and they all happen to be on the defense. But I think that for for me, it was the Matt rule not being able to manage the emotional component of this team and that's where i would actually say ron rivera has has succeeded you know i'm saying like his he said this is don't let this storyline win don't let this energy of the stadium win here and he got his team that was uh, is honestly from what we thought walking in an an inferior team you're not like not crazily right yeah You look at them as like Cam Newton versus Taylor. He got everybody to overcome, not let that moment be too big for them. And that's Ron Rivera's greatest strength, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like the steely Ron Rivera, and it
4: worked. This year, you do not want to be the underdog. Like, that's the thing is like, or you do not want to be the one that's favored because the, the so many teams that are favored have just not won. Like Vegas is making so much money right now, like off oh, of people that on these games, unpredictable. unpredictable.
2: the dude. Houston Texans beat the Titans this week?
4: Handedly, you know it wasn't even. And by like the way, a... the
3: Buffalo Bills lost again today.
2: I know. Yeah. They're fra- oh. Are they frauds? Are we uh, starting so, to ask that? Hey,
3: one one more thing,
2: a little suspect.
3: Well, and apparently they had the number one defense. But uh, another good thing that came out of today: Philadelphia beat the shit out of the Saints. So that happened. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's great, like. Great. At, you know, And that's why I, I started the podcast with that. We're going to talk about every single thing that this team fucked up today and did terrible, but the fact of the matter is we're not out of it. And, and going forward, our coaches need to come to Jesus. They need to look at what they're well, doing the problem, on the field. Bro. They need to look at what they're doing on the field. They need to evaluate their play calling. They need to evaluate their situational football play calls and and the situations that they're putting their team in. And they need to be better. Our coaches need to be better because they have been underwhelming through, what what are we, like 11 11 weeks now, 10 or 11 weeks of the season? Our coaches have been completely underwhelming. And they need to be better. And before we go to the next uh, cat call, Tony Dunn, you know it's that time. We got a bunch of freaks in the chat room. Yeah, it's the second time we're doing it. So what? We got a whole bunch of people. Well, watching. if you
2: want a freak, then you would. You would only want it once. But since you a yeah, freak, right. you want They're, it more than once.
3: They keep on coming back for more. So you know what we do? We give it to them.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, this season is not over, and you've come here to just get out your frustrations, your emotions. But you haven't hit the like button. I'm just. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm going to give you guys one chance, because this right now is Subscriber Shame.
3: Subscriber Shame, dude. 224 people watching, 138 thumbs up. Listen, man, we just recently passed 3,000 subscribers. We love each and every one of you that have been continuously coming back to the C3 Podcast, hitting the like button, hitting the thumbs up, hitting the subscribe button. And last but certainly not least hitting that notification bell to get updates every single time the C3 podcast goes live, which frankly feels like every day of the week (laughs) right right now. So hit the like button, hit the subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend, share the C3 Panthers podcast with the uh, Panther faithful. This is where you come after you've had a bad day. You're chilling with me, Tony CK, all the boys in the chat. You already know it's fucking lit. Do your boys a favor. Hit that like button, Tony Dunn. Back
2: to you. ain't nothing but to do it and play the next call. Let's roll. Maybe you can give Tony Dunn a thumbs down. I heard thumbs down actually makes the same algorithm work. So, thumbs up, thumbs yeah. down. I Just mean, maybe we get triple. <laughs> exactly. Have as uh, John Travolta asked uh, Marvin in the back of the car in Pulp Fiction. He said, what do you think about the matter? He said, man, I don't even have an opinion. He said, you got to have an opinion, folks. You got to have it. And then he blew his head off by accident. 252 228
0: <laughs> Hey, guys, I just wanted to throw this out there. I thought Brady Christensen played good uh, yes. for, I, th- I think, the majority of the game when he was out there. Um, I-, I think he went out. I think Daly went out in the first quarter. I might be wrong on that, but, but, Brady uh, Christensen good went good. in right away and started. Uh, I thought when Daly got hurt, they would put Trent in, but they didn't. They put uh, Brady Christensen out there, and he looked really good for the majority of the game, even recovered a, a fumble. Uh, so uh, I, I think he looked really good, and hopefully he may be our left tackle of the future. Uh, I thought that was really good showing on his part, uh, and keep uh, pounding
2: all right, great call. Um, we'll we'll chamber that for a, for a minute. Let's keep going with the calls.
3: Hey, there, hey what's up, fellas? It's uh, Zach from Kerners.
2: Whoop, whoop, Go ahead.
3: No, I was see. just going to say, Peaceful Savage, you can call in, man. Uh, 252-228-1598. Leave a voice message. And no, I did want to say it real quick, and then we can go on and we'll power through a few of them. Listen, I'm calling it here right now. Joe Brady, that's Jordan Gross 2.0. That's Jordan Gross 2.0. y'all might want to on, I, I mean, not yet. Yeah, I, I fucked it up. I was like, Braden, I was like, he's skinny. Yeah, and it's like, he doesn't even play left tackle. What the fuck are you about? <laughs> uh, No, dude, Brady Christensen is Jordan Gross 2.0. Now, I know you might say, dude, you haven't seen enough to be able to see that. And you That's wishing
2: your own views into things. existence.
3: But, dude, I trust my evaluations, man. Over the past three years, I have watched a fuckload of college football film and trying my best to actually evaluate a lot of these football players and i was kind of late to the brady christensen train when i actually was evaluating him but i like what he does man i like his level of play i think he was able to step up and play big time at left tackle for us today i really think brady christensen is going to be a very very good player uh for the carolina panthers going forward and I think it's going to be at left tackle, which is where he should be playing. Not guard, not right tackle, which I still think he could do. But let this man play left tackle. He also has the short arm syndrome, just like Jordan Gross did. But he's able to overcome it, man. He's able to overcome it, and he's powerful. He's strong. Dude, I'm a fan of Brady Christians.
2: Can Brady Christensen and his T-Rex arms overcome the coaching staff is our question to you. The number is 252-228-5098. What what did you think about Cam Newton's debut or re-debut, home debut in the black and blue? Are the all-black jerseys bad luck? I believe they are. Cody thinks that I'm superstitious, but it turns out that at some point I'm just – Experience. I'm just using experiential knowledge at this point. And uh, who's the fool, Matt Rule, Joe uh, um, Snow, Phil Drool? I don't know. Where is this? Where does this loss lie? You tell me. We want to hear from you, Panther fans. 252-228-5098. Hey, what's
12: up, fellas? It's uh, Zach from Carnersville again. Man, uh, that game fucking sucked. Um, Defense. I- I don't know what the fuck happened to our defense. I mean, apparently we were the top two defense in the league going into this game, and we just let Taylor Heineke look like a fucking superhero. Couldn't get off the field on third and fourth down. I mean, geez, especially that one at the end where we had like third and 20 something and uh, let him end up converting it and then kicking that go ahead field goal. And man, but if it, it, all in all, I. I mean, I'm disappointed, but honestly, I'm just happy to see Cam back. I felt like Cam played really well. I felt like the offense played well as a whole, other than a couple, you know, mistakes here and there. I mean, the offensive line didn't do great, but honestly, it, this one's on the defense, boys. At least that's how I feel. Uh, I felt like the offense played well enough to win, and like I said before, the defense just shit the bed. But uh, as always, fellas, I really appreciate the podcast. Uh, listen to every episode. Uh Appreciate you guys. Keep it up and uh, keep pounding. Y'all
2: have a good one. Thanks so much for the call. The number is 252-228-5098. Corey roundtree coming in with Phil slow. I'd like to hear this is, I think, going to be our, uh, a little stick going forward is best creative knock names for our own coaching staff. We got Joe Frady. Uh, we need something better. We, you know, you can take that one up. We got Phil slow, uh, uh what it what was it? Phil, what did I say? The other one Matt, we got uh Matt Fool, Rat Mule, and Phil Drool. We need y'all's suggestions. Hit us up in the chat room, call in at 252-228-5098. Longest running Panthers podcast out there. Thanks for being Tell
3: me, before, you, before Before you go on, I just put a poll in the chat room for everyone to vote on. Are the Carolina Panthers all black jerseys? bad luck let yes us know you, let us know your opinion in the chat listen i'm on no i don't believe in that uh you know superstitious bullshit dude panthers are black i don't know if you know that but panthers are black i don't care if there's some perceived notion of bad luck i think we need to change
2: bad luck homie
3: yeah that's bullshit dude black c- cats are the coolest or black and cats blue cats, cats ever own man but listen let your voice be heard cast your vote in the chat room and let us know what you think man
2: or maybe they're not uh all black maybe the bad luck is that the helmet doesn't match um maybe there's the bad luck for you uh cody i'm gonna challenge you with this i know you say it's superstitious this and that but at some point why do i gotta challenge superstition if i see a ladder i just don't walk under it I don't got to believe that it's bad luck. I just don't try it. Like, I don't need to fucking test the universe at this point. And a lot of these stories come from some sort of real meaning. I'll get back to um, the crazy cat ladies in just a moment. 252 228
13: 5098. And just to answer this one, once again, call me back. Just wanted to clarify with the thing, Cody, about paying people, man. We've got to keep all the superstars that we've got in our team. We've got to be able you know, build on that. We already got him on the team. Let's just, just keep him on there. Let's not do anything else in terms of, like, releasing him to, you know, all the best teams. They they keep people on the team. Let's continue. And then, another thing to this call was about, like, Cam Newton, I've seen a lot of people say that his, his arm is shot. There's so one comment on there, and that's one of the reasons, that's the main reason why I called back. It's like, man, you, you see Sam Darnold, you see, uh, I can't remember his name now, but and there's nobody better. There's nobody offering the camera even even his arm was shot, which there was no indication of that this game. He was throwing the ball was coming out right. It was coming out with the proper amount of you know people to velocity. The ball, it was behind him. Come on, man, the timing is there. That doesn't mean that his arm was shot. It's the best. He gives us the best option to win now. And yep. You know, and I think that that's true for the next couple of years until we can find somebody that we can replace him with. But. I'm going to give the best up to the win. Let's continue with him. You Kirk know, Brady called it an awesome game in the sense that, you know, whatever was working, he put what was working. You know, uh, I saw a different play designs, and I've seen it all year. And, you know, that past, uh, that touchdown pass to D.J. Moore, that was a great play. You know, it, it kept defense uh, on the heels. You know, I don't understand why we, we weren't aggressive throughout the middle of the game, like second quarter, third quarter. We came back, tied up in the fourth quarter, So we should continue that momentum in the second and third. But you know, I think our, defense, our, our team as a whole, and you know, we're in a good standing, like they said. Also, a lot of the uh, we're still in the standing in, in the in the running for the playoffs. So I think that you know, as we build chemistry, as we build the team, um, you know, we're going to be in a good spot. Look at the Rams; they acquire a bunch of talent through trades, but they they lose too, right? So I think. The difference with us is that we're building homegrown talent. Cam came back, that he hasn't been in the team for a while, but the rest of the team, they've been here for a few years, right? So, let's continue to build on that, bring Cam into it, put him into the system, show him what it is. He's been here for two weeks, like I said, in the last call. Let's continue to build on that, and I think, you know what? Like the uh, like Bucs did last year, lost to the Saints. twice, came back to the playoffs. Beat them, got to the playoffs, like, to the yeah. Super Bowl, and won the Super Bowl, so. Sure, like, the season the season only matters until you get to the playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, one is done. So, you get to the playoffs, yep. you know, build the chemistry, be dogs out there, you know. Just go ahead, keep pounding.
2: It's got to happen at some point, Cody. Man, like, what I mean is that is that, yeah, that's all sounds nice until we just win today.
3: Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, didn't the New York Giants win both of their two most recent Super Bowls as wild card teams?
2: They did uh, I don't know if it was both, but I know they beat the Patriots in that. Do you remember the Patriots were on that magical? Yep. Just and like they, they hadn't lost a game yeah. and they got beat by. But they uh, also the magical catch, the Tyree, release, yeah. something, whatever it was, they caught it on his helmet and shit like but, that.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the the point being, though, regardless of how bad we played, even though we went uh, 0 for 4 against the NFC Least, We're not done, man. We're not out. This is still a very we're not done. We're
2: not out, but man, wouldn't it be fucking a little bit more um like a like probable if we would have won?
3: Um, yeah, of course. Got to win at some
2: point. We can't back up into this joint like every week. That's the thing. We need to win this game. And I ask you, I'll ask you this: What does today's loss? Due to a magical story, I saw one Carolina tweet this, and I thought it was wonderful. It's like this. After that first drive, he said, this is like a movie. Well, what happened to the movie? What happened to this story, Cody? We flew high for a week, 10 days or whatever it is, since uh, we beat the Arizona Cardinals. The Cam Newton story has reinvigorated this fan base, gave this team some energy, it felt like. And then you come out and lose this week. And certainly the story can be brought back, right? I mean, it's not like dead. There could be a resurrection to this story. But at this point, it's like like the magic, man. Today started like a Disney movie and ended like a damn bad M. Night Shyamalan movie.
3: Yeah, but I've seen signs of life. And I saw Cam Newton put up 21 points. Uh, today on offense with all the weapons that he has even though our quarterback position in our offense this year has been one of the worst in the nfl our offense showed sign of light signs of life today yeah i have yeah, also i've also seen this defense plays so much better than the shit that they put out there on the football field today so again so. but but hold on though one of the main reasons, Tony. Why this season, even still, is different from seasons past, is because for as bad as it was, there's still something to play for right now. There is 100% still something to play for, and, and you know, when it was Teddy Bridgewater, we knew that that this team wasn't going anywhere through 10 weeks. If it was Sam Donald, we damn sure no, we wouldn't be going anywhere right now. There there's is also still a me. NFL, yeah, but, I mean, there, there is still more football left to be played. And I think that's the most important thing that we all need to think about. You know, we, we can't just completely be down on ourselves and say, oh, we're done. No, we got our ass kicked. And Nobody's
2: saying that, though. But, but but last, like...
3: thing, well, last thing, if you're going to be hard on this football team, I got that. But if you're going to try and look for the blessings in disguise, no matter how good the story would have been, It isn't going to be given to us. No one is going to come in with a pen and write the storybook ending. The Panthers have to continue to do their job. They have to continue to get better and build upon their performances. And they have to get a chip back on their fucking shoulder and put these teams in the dirt and put them away. Because we have the potential to do that, and we're not doing it.
4: I mean, if it makes you feel any better, this is the same team that just kind of dog walked the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, last week. So, I mean, we're not we're not necessarily dealing with a team that's just on the uh, complete downward spiral either. Like the Redskins came into play. Uh, We know Rivera has a better coach team towards the half, like back half of the season. And they came in and and played like they were the better team. Uh, I I, I don't want to. Like, I think it's important that we do this. Like, we cannot take everything away from the Redskins here because. Like, yes, our defense played bad, but that's because they schemed our defense up perfectly, right? Every time that we've lost, what has it been? It's been the run game. The run game has eaten us alive. And what they did differently today than most teams is that we got a lead and they kept running the ball. Like what they weren't doing before, like what other teams that we won against, they stopped running the game. Like, for instance, the Cardinals, they barely run the, ran the ball after we started to take the lead. It was just the, the way that it was. And so they like the Redskins came in or Redskins, the Washington football team came in and they came in with a, a, a game plan and they executed at a high level. Um, And, uh, and, and that is, that's to their credit, you know, that, that give credit to, you know, where credits due there, because I think they came in and they played like they wanted it more than we did.
3: Yeah. And by the way, Tony, before we go to the next call, I refuse to call them the Washington foot until they get a brand new team name. I'm calling them the Washington racial slurs. That's their I name, like I the Washington
2: care. football team name. I, I would just stick with that one. I like it. And then you just call your team. Your, you call yourself Washington. That's what I would call it. Uh, numbers 252-228-5098. It's your time to roast Tony Dunn, the greatest villain on the C3 Panthers podcast. We did this on Debate My Take, the greatest TV villain. I'm taking over g baby status. I'm taking over Cody Lashney's status. How about this? Who has this Carolina Panthers defense really stopped this year? Ooh, tough question to you. Pull up the schedule. You tell me who have they stopped? 252 228 5098, Tony Dunn,
1: the villain.
0: Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, you know what? Well, we seem to have a major issue stopping the run, and it's been that way. Well, we still run a lot of three men. Downs on the defensive line, which is stupid. I mean, I'm sorry, it really is. You look at Burns, he's two fifty. Fox is two sixty. Uh Gross is two sixty-five. Haynes is only two thirty-five. Those are classified as defensive ends. Yes, Brown is two, is three twenty. Hoskins, who don't play, is two eighty. Daquan yeah. Jones is three twenty. And they play every game. But then you go back and you list the linebackers we use. Uh, Carter's 225. Lou, who, who we use as defensive end and linebacker, is 235. Uh, I mean, we, we don't have any really heavy uh, linebackers or uh, defensive end. Hey, Son Reddick's only 235. Uh, you, 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 of course you can't stop the run. We said at the beginning of the year, if you people remember, if we remember, uh, that uh, we this team would have problems with power rushers, power running backs, and we do. Uh, I mean, we, we have that issue because we're too light. Uh, Matt Matt Rule and Phil Snow's defense is based off speed, and that's what happens. I mean, right now we look like a bunch of eight-year-olds, or a bunch of uh, um, we we just don't have enough meat on our bones uh, to stop anybody, and it's truly ridiculous. This entire coaching staff needs to go. We need some real NFL coaches, uh, n- not these uh, college wannabes. I mean, look. Is that oh, one? and by the way, if it was up to me, nobody would be issued a new contract at all until they look better. Because Hassan Reddick, if he wants to be paid, Twenty twenty-five million a year. His ass better learn how to stop the fucking run.
7: I thought he was Dante Jackson.
0: He's done lost his chance to get a new contract. One great year Mm. don't get you a bundle of money. Yeah, but not here. Curtis Samuel's got his boatload of money. Then it went right back to being hurt all the time. All right,
2: go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, uh, Kenneth, I don't know why you didn't want this call played, man, because everybody in the oh, is that the like,
2: one he like, didn't want played?
3: Yeah, he, he said he thought it was too negative, but, dude, the chat room's all like, yeah, I agree with that guy. And so, yeah, I mean, most people don't understand, Kenneth. I don't know why you didn't want that play. Don't
2: PR um, blitz yourself. Just go for it. Challenge yeah. me for villain of the week.
3: But I think and the, the, final, close. Thing, the final thing, I think that that is true. That we are we do not set a physical edge, we have a lot of speed rushers, we have a lot of technique rushers, we do not have a lot of power, and against the run and on plays when you need that bull rush it it, dude, it really hurts us and I, I think the defensive end this year is a a position that we didn't intend on needing help at, but it might be something that we want to consider at some point.
2: I want to hear no Hassan Reddick smoke on this podcast. This dude has been the best thing ever for our team. Like, I mean, like, he's like an injection of, like, when Julius Peppers came back and had all this. Like, come on, this dude's production is real. And they ain't just running at Hassan Reddick. He's making big-time plays. The numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. 252-228-5098. Look, I'm going to shame you. It's professor shame right now. And that is, all I need you guys to do also, all, all I need you to do also, that makes it sound complicated, smash the thumbs up button, and why don't you just tweet this out, put it on Twitter, that you're listening to this podcast right now, put it on a Facebook, on your Facebook, put it on a Facebook group, I know it takes 10 seconds to do me a solid and share this, because we need to get these numbers up, 200 watching this late, Shoot, we're better than this. Y'all are better than this. Y'all got more emotions than this, and I promise you, this next caller got some emotions. Hey, what's up, C three
13: Nation? Nation, This is Ron, better known in the chat as the Panthers One. What's up, Panthers One? Give my thoughts on this game, man. Cam played a heck of a game. You know, he still has zip on the on his arm. Still got a cannon. Look at the zip on the ball. Look at that spin. You know, for everybody who's saying that Cam don't have it. Man, he's better than any of the like you said, he's he's not worse than any of the other thirty two or thirty one quarterbacks in the league. We definitely deserve a starting starting job, whether it be with us or somebody else. And whoever does have him, they got a chance at always being on the playoff. Hopefully it's us next next year. Um, you know, he played a heck of a game. Washington came out and they just they were just playing hard, you know. It's I played a Heineke, he was making magic happen. You know, I was hoping that we'd give it we give him a good uh, a good hit for him to go down, you know, in the past when we had him, he was always kind of fragile. He played the way he always played, but he was kind of fragile, you know, hats off to them. But, um, you know, Cam is a beast. I hope you guys, you know, hope he continues momentum and he's only been on the team for two weeks and, uh, you know, he's only going to get better. And, you know, I, I will want to say I've been a fan of the CBP podcast for a long time. And, you know, Cody, you know, I've been a fan of yours as well, but man, you gotta come, relax with this. Like, why we pay, Kat, you know, Robbie Anderson or Kat, or uh, CMC? Like, bro, these guys are bees. Like, the reason why we pay them, like, maybe smoke. they haven't shown out, but you give just gotta give them smoke. time, man. You know, they haven't had they have had they had Sam Darnold, um, you know. So, give them time to build that that chemistry with Cam Newton, and they're gonna be bees. CMC, how do we not pay them? Who would we have had back there? You know, CMC is a game changer. And Robbie Anderson can do the same. You know, we gotta have that. Chemistry, You know, you saw when Cam Looney had Ted Ginn Jr. He made Ted Ginn Jr. beast receiver, right? So, you know, I expect these guys just to move forward. Hopefully we'll still a contender. Pre- you know, hopefully we'll still a contender. And, uh, you know, it's a demoralizing uh, loss. But, you know, I, lo- I look forward to the future. And, you know, keep pounding, everybody. Keep your heads up.
3: Keep pounding. So, uh, I think that that criticism is true of CMC. CMC is incredible, and we obviously need him on our offense. I still maintain the same thing for Robbie Anderson, though. I, I wasn't—I mean, I was okay with the contract that we gave him. I didn't think it was crazy, but if you're going to pay him and he's going to be the speed receiver on our football team, then we should use him as such. Now, if you want to make the argument that that's on Joe Brady for not making him more a part of the the game plan, then that's fine. I understand that. But I, I'm just, you know, when you pay him more money, I expect him to be a bigger part of the offense than he currently is. And I think that's a fair criticism.
2: Numbers 252 228
12: Let's keep rolling. It's G, baby.
8: Bruh. Just- I'm so...
2: This is one of his earlier off calls. Off. I got to mix the calls up there. Just right now, G-Baby for 27 calls in a row. And I'm
8: so fucking pissed off at fucking Phil Snow, bro. You should Not be. having the right fucking personnel on the fucking fields will fucking do something to you, man. Why do we have Hartfield, bro? <laughs> some of you Pass Nation members don't know. He has one. and. He's a dude that has one hand and one uh, cast on the other man. Dude's literally six-string corner. And starting over C.J. Henderson, which is a first-round draft pick a couple years ago, last year, and starting over an all-pro corner at A.J. Boyer. This man played 90% of the fucking defensive snack. He played three different positions. He played linebacker today. He plays corner and he plays safety. Not only did he play three positions, he finished out the game in the starting lineup, and he closed out, man. A dude with one hand and a cast on the other. It's fucked up, and it's bullshit, man. I've never even heard of this guy before, bro. And it pisses me off, man, not having Why... What's the point of trading for all these number one fucking corners, man, if we're not gonna fucking play him, man? Like, what the fuck? Like, why is C.J. Henderson playing not even 5% of the defensive snaps during the entire game, man? What was the point for you guys going to go get him for it? He needs to be not starting, but at least playing, like, God damn. For Hartfield to be playing, it's either Hartfield, Hart, his number 38, he's got a cast on one hand, and he's got, he doesn't have it on, on the other hand, man. Dude sucks. And Jermaine Carter fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> that man.
2: sucks. All right, let's go. That's called. Jermaine Loving Carter G-Babe's is trash. Oh well, is
8: he laid off hard? the fucking block too. That dude is fucking trash. Oh, and well, the touchdown? Let people have their leverage. I'm Warren letting G baby. I don't know if it was. I us yeah, let, was let the platform. D J Henderson. D J G- Henderson was playing outside levers, bro. He he wasn't man on fucking Terry McLaurin. That was Jermaine Carter's fucking duty. Nah, we're like, learning something Jermaine about C.J. us he he The play actually came up and the pass was thrown over his fucking head, man. That's not C.J. in, fault. in that's class C.J. Henderson Henders be thought, sleeping man.
2: in class. That's my thing. Oh, I, that's what that I thought. That
8: snow fucking up, man. That shit pisses me I off. I slept
2: in class, too.
8: Uh-oh, I'll be back, man. I got a lot to fucking talk about tonight, man. Maybe C.J. <laughs>
2: Henderson doesn't, uh, maybe he just don't practice well. You know, some players play well, don't practice well. I think he'd be sleeping in the meetings, bro. That
3: I think really he's not, he'd not, getting
2: stoned and yeah, going in there and sleeping in the meetings.
3: But I think it's because he doesn't. I mean, again, I don't know this dude. And people got mad at me when I was saying this after we signed him. I think there's a legitimate uh, question to be had about whether or not he loves football. And again, you might be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah,
9: you he's just lazy, like
2: probably. That?
3: No, I don't want to say lazy. That's no, I don't want to go that far. Sleepy. All
2: right. He's like sleepy. I think, you want call I, him dopey? If, I call him sleepy. You pick if it. If
3: you don't love what you do every day, especially playing a contact sport like right. football, you're not long for this, man. And that is always. Or you been, don't get a chance. That, that has always been the conversation surrounding CJ Henderson that he just doesn't have that fire, that passion. That gusto that you want at that cornerback position that we do have um, on our football teams, with guys like JC Horn, uh, you know Stephon Gilmore, you know, Dante Jackson has that attitude, even though he played well or did not play well today. Um, so yeah, man, it's that's a player that we have to keep our eyes on going forward, and you want to see some meaningful development for him. It, I
2: him. think I think he's taking naps in the meetings, number one. It's just a guess. It's all speculation. Again, I ain't a journalist. I'm just a fan. I I, I would call him like, and look, don't worry. I got no judgment on people that got some things that we do. So i call him a little dopey. I'm um, a little sleepy. But uh, at the end of the day, here is the thing, is that this is where I love y'all draft fools and y'all draft gurus and your draft whatever people y'all stick to your grades so much. It's like, Oh, we graded him as a first round talent. Well, you know what? Y'all graded Sam Darnold as a first round talent. You graded CJ Henderson at first round talent. Maybe some of these guys just ain't good. Maybe they just ain't got the total chops for it. And I'm telling you, I saw they, they said, did you see Sam Darnold was on the sideline today?
4: Yeah, I was. They hit
2: that. and he hit like they like they showed one camera shot and it was like a eyeball like you didn't get to see but anything like this corner of his head like it could have not been him for all I'm telling. It's you. He's probably you
3: guys, what you thinking about life after football. Why
2: all hang on to those draft grades way too much, bro?
3: Unless you're right, like I am. Next call. What up?
14: It's Um. It's C.J. I Henderson. J.C., <laughs> what's up? I was there
15: before Cam got back. Um, I'm pissed. Disappointed, hurt. Um, we're not ready for the uh, playoffs. I mean, I felt before uh, we got Cam that we'll go deep in the playoffs, but you know, Sam let us down. We got Cam now. Um, defense is getting gashed and this Redskins, Washington football team. This game kind of confused me because they they hurt all around, and we we just don't have that alpha male to just take over the games. I'm not understanding. Um, disappointment gonna continue. We down um, a few spots on the roster to really. See us has dominant. We traded for so many players. I'm not mad at it. Um, Brown's still a rookie, so I can't really put the blame on him, but he's a grown man. We didn't get no push up the middle. Heineke, he just, he looked elite. And <laughs> I have no words. I mean, they beat the Bucks. They look at whatever, they look at whatever, however. I don't care about the Bucks. Um But they come to Carolina and just demolish as if they were at home. And we just look foolish. I'm not upset with Cam. Joe Brady's been the problem. He's not creative. Um, he's not getting wide receivers involved. It's, it's either DJ or Kristen. And that irritates me so much. Like it was fourth and. Um, before you hit 6 o'clock in the uh, fourth quarter, Matt is not calling no timeouts. We have no urgency to do hurry-ups. It's, it's so much stuff to pinpoint, and I don't see it being um, handled till the end of the season. Hopefully, Matt uh take care of Joe Brady. I hope he looked back at this season of weighing the call timeouts. Um, we have to get first bodies in there. Defense. I mean, one, one sack the whole game. Burns not getting a push. It took a while for Reddick to get a uh, sack. They just, they small bodies, and I don't have nothing wrong with it. They can get to the quarterback.
3: Was that it? That's it. Uh, I mean, I I don't know what else there is to say about the defense. Okay, you got anything to offer on that one?
4: I mean, the defense is the defense at this point in time. I don't really know what else we can do, you know? I, I
3: think – yeah, go ahead.
4: I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where <sighs> – like it, it i said it before i mean when we lose bad uh, when we when we're bad we're bad we're horrible as a defense you know it's not not even close it's it's I, I, I again if you come in with the right game plan our defense is easy to beat um they've got a lot of speed but they don't have a, as much strength Shaq thompson's got to be the strongest guy on that defense you know have, has our defensive tackles but you know outside of that i mean it's just it feels like anybody can just run through our de- defensive line and it becomes you know it becomes a little bit irritating you know
2: the run yeah. game has been a problem for this defense um so i went on uh both a washington football team podcast uh rio speaks and as well as um i went on the with gary v and DraftKings. and went on their um die hard dialogue podcast and i did say this is that i thought our defense was stout like that's like the when I say style, actually I'd say this: it's the better side of our team going into this game. It had to have been what we thought was our advantage, but if it was susceptible to something, it is the run game. Yeah, and uh, and while McLaurin on those uh, having what seven catches, I think. Hold on, I'll put. I got it up. I had it up. Is McLaurin had uh, seven catches? Well, no, he had five catches for 103 yards. So a big day, a big day, but not like completely dominant in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't yeah. just him is they ran the ball 40 times for 190 yards, that team. Um, so it's like this. It was body, 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 headshot, body, body, headshot, headshot, body. Right, I mean, it's a Ron Rivera game, folks. That was a Ron Rivera game. That's like how he wants to win that game. And that's actually how football games are a lot of times are won, unless you're yeah. just the better dominant team. So tough day. Again, I challenge you this is uh, who has our defense stopped when it comes I mean, the, to points?
4: The biggest one has got to be just the, the Saints. I mean, you got to think about even with our – our, our first game, you know, it was – uh who did we play the first? The Jets, right? We played the Jets who, in hindsight, they're even worse than we should have done. The, the, the Jets. Worse.
2: Yeah. then the Jets. We stopped the Falcons, the Jets, and the Saints. Yep. Falcons, or no. Yeah.
4: And the Houston Texans.
2: Barely.
4: Yeah. Barely it, stopped exactly, them, I feel like. Exactly. It was barely. And that was without Tyrod oh. Taylor. That was with a backup to their backup. Like, I mean – like our, our defense, I love our defense. Like they play, like when they're playing well, they play well. Um, but uh, again, I, I don't know that I've seen them go up against high quality, like a high quality team and actually come out on top. I mean, even if you think about the the Saints, Arizona. These, these were, the Saints were without all their offensive team, like all their offensive coaches. Like I know that we didn't want to use that as an excuse. Oh, you're beginning. right.
2: You're right. They had COVID that week. Yeah, like, They don't have bad. Michael Tom. I mean, I know there was a ton of injuries. So it wasn't even like this is that, it wasn't like we just went out and shut down a yeah. dominant offense. What about last week with Arizona? Think about that. You Man, could say, oh, no Arizona, Kyler great Murray. team. No Kyler Murray. No Hopkins. Nope. Yep. Look, I mean, I, and I know, I know that it sounds terrible. If you were a woman and you had a pretty good ass and great tits, right? It would make you. It would be weird to come out and and saying, like, oh, I wish my tits were better. It would say, like, that's not the first area you would think you would start talking about. But it right. turns out your tits weren't as great as you thought they were. <laughs> okay. No, look, maybe. Look, I mean, who have we stopped? T- Cody, tell me. Who have we stopped on? Look, Dallas ran all the hell over us. What is a good team? We've st- Philadelphia got it done against us. Uh, you know I mean, but like, everybody's real- got it done against us.
3: Real quick, I would just love to say I love all tits more than a mouthful is a waste. Some wise men have said so. Um, I- I'm accepting of all tits. Uh, n- number uh, number two, even bad I- ones. I mean, whatever, dude. Tits with tits, ultimately, they're it's kind of like cold pizza. They're still pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, so you know, look, I'm, I'm I'm looking at our next two opponents, right? And Miami won today, but again, I'm I'm still favoring us to beat Miami. Okay, then we're gonna go uh, to Atlanta, and uh, again, that's gonna be at home. We normally split with Atlanta, so you know we have to look out for that one too. But Tony, you know, you, you're asking him what game did our defense like? shut out and yeah look we only have uh five wins on on the season so i mean you know you look back to new orleans that was a pretty good defensive performance the uh, houston texans game was a pretty good performance i would even say that uh philadelphia for as bad as that game was was a pretty good defensive performance and our offense every one of those teams has
2: a losing record too. by the way
3: I mean, look I just listen, want to point
2: that out. every single one of those teams has a losing record.
3: I mean, yeah, listen, but i I still think that we have a good defense from a roster perspective. We have talent, and I think a lot of the blame, hey, look, just like uh you know you guys have been hard on Joe Brady. it's right? time to be hard on Phil snow. It's time to be hard on Phil Snow, and I know we all want to love him. He's the old timer with all the veteran experience. Yeah, I get that. Phil but Drew. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what I said about him and what CK said about him originally is true. That our offense or our defense, when they have bad performances, they don't just have a bad performance. They have abysmal performances. And and we have to get better at that because we're far too talented to let that happen.
2: All right, let's keep pounding through with these calls. Don't worry, we're going to get to them. They're, they're coming. Hang around. Your call will be and How heard. many
8: times do I got to talk about the fucking safety play on this motherfucking team, man? Justin Burris fucking sucks, bro. He needs to get the fuck off the fucking field. The day why is Justin Burris a starting safety on our team? I mean, goddamn, why can't we call Trey Boston back? <laughs> <laughs> or fucking Eric Reed, bro. But,
3: Eric Reed, uh, come on! All that right, blows me I, away. Uh,
8: Why right. Eric Reed
3: is not
2: on this fucking? Love ed- your heart, but I gotta, I gotta I call him. I did on,
3: say, bro. I did say, y'all remember? When you you don't help you, us in no coverage. Eric Reed wasn't good, help, man. We say that again. help. Yeah. We, we, we needed safety help. I told you guys before that we needed safety help. And it's you know it's still a problem, man. It really is still a a big problem at safety and linebacker.
2: Imagine bringing in Eric Reed. He would be like getting smoked over the top, and he was good tackler. He was a good tackler, a strong him safety, and deep and Chin deep down. But don't worry, the problem with no him and Jerry B. Chin would just be tackling everybody together, and we get smoked over the top.
3: But that that's moment. my that's my point. Hey, they, play- they, look- they they're the same kind of strong. Right, safety.
2: right. Like, that's not what uh, we need. We need a cover right. if we, we need coverage people maybe more in the safety position than we need a tackler in the box. That would be my theory. But I don't even look at that. I don't even be in like over the top shit. It's the real big problem there. I don't know. I don't know why. Like you said, I think Cody, you said it, is like we played with just a little soft. Like we got yeah. manhill. We got beat up. We got beat up in a bar. You know, you think you're a cool guy, and you picked the fight with the redneck at the bar, which was the left. Washington football team's offensive line, and they kind of fought with you. You you're you, you probably would win most days, but you fought with a guy who had a hillbilly strength to him that you under you underestimated. That's my theory. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight.
15: You know, not feeling great, but I'm feeling good at the same time because, first, Cam shouldn't have been out there. I love Cam, but he still needs to learn the playbook. These checkdowns told y'all. Man, that's Cam, like what but everybody wanted him been, here. But that's our system. Peaceful Savage, is this Uh, you? Next, defense. You can't put it on the defense. We were like 1-6 and in the first half. What? For third down conversions. After that, we never got a third down conversion. Maybe one. One. But that's it. I'm just saying. P.J. Walker, 2-0, makes third down conversions. I mean, you can blame it on the I mean, line. I feel like he
2: definitely a took league. a hit of that like, everybody uh, got hurt. So
6: said before he blames beat. it on the whole line. We so Did
15: didn't anybody. do anything for him, but he had one sack. And that was the end. Like,
2: Sleepy, sleepy, droopy. Fair droop. weapon, All right, man. I got to stop, man. I Wait, can't. On, man. You want to keep Get going me with me a call. sleepy call? All right, fine. Well, this listen, man. don't, don't complain to me that this show is so long. In the oh, daily
15: that everybody got hurt. So everybody blames it on the whole line saying that we didn't do anything
4: for him. But he
15: had one fact,
4: and that was the end. I don't blame their performance. I blame their their. Like, Penalties.
15: Fairweather fans, all I got to say is know your team, know your system. Get hype, Panther Nation. <laughs> That's <laughs> what this coach just said. Even Christian wanted to take a couple. You can't run RPOs.
2: What do you mean? I can't do it. All I cannot I- listen anymore, bro. <laughs> I cannot listen anymore. How am I supposed to listen? It was so long, Cody. You said keep listening. He said, I can't run RPOs. That was the best thing of the day. Sorry. And I'm not trying to be mean to the person that's calling. But geez, yeah. you do you know what it's like to be a day in the life of Tony where people come slugging at you in the body and the body and the body and the body all this day? They talk shit about me. And can't come up here and come sleepy style. Yeah, come sleepy style and then say the RPOs are the worst game. I don't want to hear it.
4: I do. I RPO. do agree. I agree to one point, and that is, I don't think Cam should have taken a hundred percent of the snaps. Like, I, it was clear that they weren't. I mean, this not this, even
2: the problem, though. I know,
4: I know. Right, <laughs> I do agree with that first part. Like that, that part I said. Like, now, does he? Does that mean he shouldn't have played? No, not at all. And to say that PJ Walker is a better option than Cam Newton because he's two zero against the Detroit Lions, who were the a higher draft pick than us the, last year. Um, And against the Arizona Cardinals who were missing Kyler Murray uh, and, you know, who had our defense playing lights out against that squad gave him a easy, easy game, right? Um, Not to take anything away from PJ. He played great that game, but to say that he was going to be better than Cam Newton in this game, Cam Newton played very well uh, for what it is uh, to me. Like there's two rules of thought. Cam Newton uh, was, they, they gave him a reduced playbook because, you know, obviously you can't learn an entire system in a matter of a week and a half or, Joe Brady's just that bad at call pl- calling place, right? You know, he is just that Manella. He's not uh, vanilla. Like, it's, it's it could be one of the two, right? I, I don't want to say one is true and one is not right now because I don't know. But um, everything else is absolutely hysterical. Like, the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl on RPO. The Eagles won a Super Bowl on RPO. Um, like, o- RPO is something that has absolutely helped tremendously a lot of teams get to the Super Bowl.
2: I would actually say this is I was a little surprised at how well... Um, Carolina integrated that today mm-hmm. uh, and here again I will say this on record Cam Newton is the best person to ever run the run pass option in the history of football like he is like the dude if you want to run that play he reads it right he has the strong did you see when they were telling like, him and McCaffrey were fighting over it today
3: yeah, and that, they that, made it. They made it seem like, uh, like when Cam kept that ball, like Christian was like, "Oh, like he was mad." About I mean, it. That hair. He might have been
2: a little disappointed yeah. he didn't but, get it.
3: I wonder but Cam
2: if, Newton's fingers, bro. That's the thing. Is that would have been a fumble on everybody else. Everybody else would have fumbled that ball.
3: Yeah, and listen, even if there was someone better at running the RPO with Cam Newton... There's nobody my, my, better, bro. My biased ass isn't going to tell you about him. Fuck him. It's Cam Newton all day. I don't want to hear about Michael V. I don't want to hear about Lamar. Well, I don't want to hear about Randall Cunningham. Keep in mind... Cam Newton's the man.
4: The Panthers aren't necessarily running RPOs right now. Like, that's that was read option. That was always, like, RPOs is going to be run pass option. Like, it's not a... You know, the read option is... I'm gonna read the defense okay. and decide to keep the ball. I call line. them all the right. same.
2: Yeah. I call them all the same thing. Right. But all right, what you're so so you're saying is that when Cam was doing it, a lot of times, he wasn't actually the pass wasn't a real option. Yeah. All right. Well that play where they fake it to the court, you know what I mean? Like where they do the delay. And so I would say he is the best at that in the history of the world. Yeah. Oh pretty yeah. good. Pretty good stuff. All right, let's go with the next one.
5: Corey calling in. Uh, just wanted to to speak a little bit. I was just thinking. Obviously, the, the defense played bad. Um, you know, we had we had some, some really costly penalties, all that shit. Um, but but something I just want to talk about. Something I just wanted to bring up is why I feel like DJ Moore. We, we had that that fire play with him, the, the little fake run cam that seemed right down the middle of the field to DJ that touchdown. But I just feel like like this game and most of the season, honestly, like. He's just been a little bit underwhelming. I don't know if I should just blame him or the play calling. Like, I feel like we run so many plays that are designed to get Robbie Anderson the ball. He's a little screen pass. He's quick pass to Robbie Anderson to make sure that he gets his touches. And then DJ is just kind of just like, he he just got to get over. Like, I feel like we need to try to get DJ involved more. He's a better run after catch receiver than Robbie is. Like, he's stronger. He he runs like a running back. We say it all the time when he catches the ball. And I, I don't know. I just feel like, Obviously he's talented. He's got to get open. Like a lot of this shit falls on him, but I feel like a lot of these, these plays we need to try to get DJ more of the ball a lot more. Like he's he's obviously been a little bit underwhelming. Let me know what y'all think about it. Um, but yeah, honestly, just speaking of the game as whole, I thought Cam played well. Defense was shitty, but uh, there was a lot of bad penalties. We still could have won the game if we just didn't have as many bad penalties as we did. But
3: you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not all the way down on the team. I think we still got a chance. Let me what 100% we still have a chance. 100% we still have a chance. And uh, by the way, uh, you want to know why we still have a chance? I mean, look, I, I mean, I don't even have to tell you why we have a chance. I'll just show you why we have a chance. It's because... We have a quarterback that can do stuff like this, man. We have a quarterback that, you know, I'm telling you you're just demonetization. Take it
2: down.
4: Take it up. Take it up. It's going, to,
3: it's going to happen anyway. Uh, nah, I, I, th- I think know. if you don't play the volume, it went $2.47. I think if you don't play the volume, it's good. But um, I also want to show that CMC touchdown. Because we haven't talked about that enough, too. That was a strike down the seam from Cam. That oh, was New good. To Christian McCaffrey. Nah,
2: he was all on top of it, bro. It's like, he, I'm telling me, if players,
3: you. Were, you
2: don't it, want to man. talk shit about what. Look, I, I think Cam looked sharper than I expected today in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, and how about this? Is that the fact that he ran that uh, that ran the ball a couple of times and made some big time plays and get that this. touchdown mm. just excelled? I mean, I'm like, look, is that I think that Cam exceeded expectations for his debut?
3: Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, I really did like and, 120 passer rating. Or something like that, which I think... He was not had... the worst
2: part, like anywhere close to being a weakness of the team, which is interesting. After a guy who has told me, everybody in the league has said, oh, there's a reason he isn't on the start. You know what I'm saying? They te- they give you that. They say, oh, there's a reason he's not on 32 different teams. Oh, uh, his, his, can't, his, his shoulder is cooked. Everything that people have told me about Cam, that sucks. The way he involves his teammates, that this and that, I feel like he overcame those narratives. Yeah, today he ran the ball effectively. Still showed an explosiveness, right? I'm telling you, that's not explosiveness. Is that like sure? It's not like Cam of the old days because it was like so incredible at that point. But this dude out around the end, like the top ten running quarterbacks in the league, he can hang with them. He passed the ball he didn't uh, he didn't have a bunch of tur- he didn't have turnovers he didn't have a, he had a good uh passing percentage like what else did you really need him to do oh and then he didn't even make it about himself he went and put the ball in the middle of the logo yep
3: <laughs> hey, uh so do you not want me to i i want i want to show that pass so bad should i not
2: i don't know i don't care man yeah. i mean, like, really don't care how about this Is that if somebody gives us a $3 super chat and I'm not asking for money, but like if this is because that's what the demonetization will do is by showing that that video you will cost the C3 channel a whole $3. (laughs) And I'm trying to give away some stuff at some point. Let's go to the next call. You cover it and you make the call. How about that? We'll make somebody else make the call. 252 Two two eight fifty
15: ninety eight. Hey, it's a peaceful, savage. Here, <laughs> no. Is this second? Not feeling car? great, but I'm feeling good.
2: Yeah, the it's, the oh, it's the same one. Oh, it's the same one. First, oh God, we gotta keep going.
5: this so Corey it,
7: man, uh, Same one?
2: Oh, I, same I must have one. gotten off track.
5: Dante got an ask.
2: I'm gonna give him the super chat.
8: He didn't have a good game, but that's okay. His first game of
13: the year didn't have a good game. I wouldn't say that. But Phil Snow.
4: First bad game.
13: The Hall of
8: Fame corner you have on the entire fucking roster should have been man on the entire game traveling. That's what they said. Nick Lauren the entire game from begin to finish. There's no reason why Seth Gilmore should not be starting. No reason. That's uncalled for, man. I, uh,
4: I have a point out. This
8: fucking defense lost us this game, bro. Cam played amazing. He did. Cam doing in the this office, right, and great. Chris McCaffrey played fucking great today. That's not why we lost this game. We lost this game because of the Phil snow and this fucking defense, man. And personnel. Not having the right niggas on the fucking defense on the fucking field, man. That's why we lost this fucking game. Justin Burr's fucking sucks. Jermaine Carter fucking sucks. Sean Chandler fucking sucks. Hartsfield, he's got one hand, and he starts and he finishes the game and he closes out the game. Overall, all pro quarter, A.J. Boyer, what the fuck? It, yeah, there's I mean, a reason why Taylor Heineke's moving the fucking ball. You got a dude out there that has one hand. He's a little Brett Favre. Heineke you got a safety you back, that does not know how to fucking play safety just in birth.
3: No, I meant AJ you have Jermaine Carter out there that can't fucking get off the fucking.
2: He ain't talking. Can't to dunk, get a just block. Can't He's stop the like run right now. Don't ruin your friendship in one day. You got, like where
8: the fuck is Dante you know, Brown, man? Salty. Where the yeah, fuck is know. Dante Brown been? Oh, Derek Brown. Where the fuck is Derek Brown been, man?
0: <laughs> Play it, Cody. Oh my offsides. god, dude, this
8: one hurts, man. This oh, one yeah. fucking hurts. Today hurts because we should have won this game. There's no reason why we shouldn't be six and five. We're
16: fucking
2: five and six. It's fucked up. All right. Uh, first of all, thank you, uh, guys. Um, <laughs> Cody. Yeah. F, f you. <laughs> and, and thank you. What? What? No, I it's- just read my little the private chat. I just read the private chat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is too. At
3: least I got your back.
2: <laughs> But here's here's my How about question. this. is you might as well play him while we're here. Superman returns. Thank you for this. Yeah.
3: All right. So look, this is that beautiful pass. Cam Newton to Christian McCaffrey. Cam surveys the field, steps up into the pocket. Beautiful line drive over the head of the defenders right into CMC's It felt like a dangerous pass at
2: first and then you look back at it and it actually is a beautiful
3: It was a perfect pass Over, like
2: everybody was out, you know, like he had the win there So I was impressed by that
3: And by the way, this is what Cam Newton can do, like the narrative that Cam Newton can't mix these kinds of throws, it's so fucking ridiculous, man And I do think that it was a good play call. They did a good job of getting Christian McCaffrey open in space. And Cam throws a beautiful pass with touch, enough air on it for Christian to be able to go up, get that ball, and get into the end zone, man. That's big time. And that's what I'm hoping that uh, Joe Brady learns sooner rather than later, that Cam Newton can do this type of shit all day, man. Let Cam Newton air the ball out. Let's open up the football field so the defenses can't clamp down on us. It's going to benefit our offensive line. Let Cam Newton's arm go, man. We need to be a fully-fledged offense that can affect every area of the field. And right now, that that's not who we've been for over five years.
2: Uh, Panthers rule also said this, play the trick play. And I want to talk about that. The
7: <laughs> I'll try and find um, it.
2: Yeah, as you find it, let's go on to the next call.
14: What's going on, c Three Podcast, fellas,
7: fellas?
14: Oh,
9: Frito so
7: Bandito I, here. Frito Bandito,
9: uh, oh. I'm watching oh, okay. y'all's
7: uh, post game situation here going on, and uh, I think I think oh uh, oh boy said it best, man. Today when you watch the game, we didn't have a deep threat like a deep ball. We didn't throw enough of those, man. I mean, I only saw one with McCaffrey connected to that touchdown. And uh, it looked like Ron Revere read the fuck out of that defense because, man, he, <laughs> I guess he's got Dante Jackson's number, man, from all those. Where's uh, Scott
2: Turner? Maybe doing. you should give, but, uh, maybe we should give the credit to I mean, Scott Turner. Just
7: one of the book. Ron Revere came to play. I mean, we did our best. Uh, you know, the defense played a little shitty, or maybe the defense was, I don't know, read by Ron really well. I don't know. Question
2: mark. Look, I'm telling you this: is y'all got to give uh, a little props to North Turner. And I, I know, like when you were when he was our offensive coordinator, you're like, oh, the old man, the old man with his draw, this and that. But his son Scott Turner today knew what to do. That may he's he caught a good game and he's got some offensive weapons there. He made the most of them against the Panthers defense and Scott Turner kind of being the next uh he's like them maybe he's trying to be the Matt Not what is it? Matt Kyle Shanahan of the Shanahan family. Um, he had a little revenge today. Heineke, Scott Turner, Ron Rivera, Marty Herney. I even heard that Dan Mayo was playing on this Washington football team today. We got smoked. Matt Rule made us look a fool. David Tepper cannot be feeling great about that. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. We just, man, it's a tough day. We needed this win. The storybook, the story's not over, but the opening scene was not as exciting as we wanted it to be, or as, um, I don't know, optimistic. I feel like we're in a realist. I feel like we're in a real natural determinism novel here. 252 228
16: 1598. Hey guys, Chuck from Elizabeth City here, aka Carolina Sports Guy. Was that not a terrible display of losing to a weak ass coach? About as yep. weak as to judge at the time. I thought we got About as weak as a kicker we've ever had. And he comes back and makes field goals. Y'all remember Taylor Heineke, for those of you who want to still keep him? Played one game for us and started and broke his arm against Atlanta and cried like a baby off the field. And he goes up there and acts like he's got a vendetta. Freaking kills enough. me. Rivera acts like he's so freaking great and I'm so glad he's gone. These fools go. They won't go nowhere. And how about all the freaking 1980s fans that showed up like right at a freaking NASCAR event? Mm-hmm. Dale Hunt junior to be proud of himself. They ought to run him and every single Redskins fan that lives in North Carolina and South Carolina ought to run out of state and make a move up to Arlington or Alexandria and get the hell out of the Carolinas. It's an embarrassment. Other than that, our defense couldn't stop shit. Pathetic.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent pathetic, man. Was that the end of the call? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, yeah.
4: Hey, it's alright to be upset with the uh, with the opposing team, but I feel like maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 listen, I don't blame Heineke for for coming out here and playing like you did. I mean, I, I love like if if that was what Cam an Newton,
2: effort, bro. What like, an effort! Like, Giving him like, some props,
4: Cam Newton. Like if if like he came out, and he had that same you know energy. You know, it's not like we're we're dealing with a, a situation where like you know, essentially nobody can have emotions. I, I, and I I don't want this to be anything about, you know, an attack on you, Chuck, but like that, that's the same reason why people <laughs> criticize Cam Newton. And I think that we need to be able to have that same level of, uh of, of, you know, understanding of another, of another player. Like if, if Cam Newton does that, we're not getting that same frustration. So I think we need to be villain- willing to, you this know, my to- favorite
2: comment of the night, okay. uh, Chuck an <laughs> undercover gangster, bro. <laughs> And I you know what I am with you. So I was uh waiting to like uh Starskin Hutch earlier said, Oh, you didn't watch the game? Well, no, I did watch the game, but I had my kid goes this, he does this choral society. Yeah. And so he it's it got it starts at two thirty and it ends at four. And it's kind of perfect if you're trying to watch the game and do stuff because it right around halftime, you know what I'm saying? And then I can get home. In time and I don't have to be a bad father I can still pick up my kid and do stuff like this <laughs> And uh So This is where I'm with Chuck and an undercover Gangster so I'm waiting at, Waiting for my son to get out of coral Society we're at we, this little watering hole Right beside it And some red skin fans Were like let go of him Let go of him they were like uh, so shook about his health, and and it was it was like you could have back broke him. And I was rooting for it. I was rooting for the back break. I'm telling you, that defensive those defensive players ugh, yank it while you can. I mean, and I know all them Patriot fans are gonna be coming up here and say, "Oh, that's dirty, dirty, dirty." He had the football in his hand, and his knee had not touched the ground. So you got to make his head Agreed. and his knee touch the ground at the same time, backwards. I ain't got no problem with that, man. But that would have worked. And then we guess what we didn't do next? We didn't stop, stop the em. fourth down. Yep. So there was some real up op- and look. Is that we we came back and said this uh, this defense sucked, or at least I felt like. <laughs> Kinda, they let us down. I don't think they suck. I think they let us down. You guys shit on Dante Jackson. I think like, yeah, he got picked on. Well, um, yeah. I'm not ready to turn, and I'm I'm pretty optimistic. Like Cody said, is that they're we're not out of it yet. We just could have won this game. Couple plays there. We left a couple plays on the field. And you hate to hear that because that's what Ron Rivera says. Everything comes down to two or three football plays. The number is 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Let's go to the next call. Oh, oh. It's a quiet one.
14: Yo, C3 fam. Panther Nation. It's your boy, Josh from Mass. And that was a rough loss. It was a rough loss. It was a rough out. But I mean, this is a team that fucking beat Tampa last week. You all really think they were going to be an easy out? No. They weren't going to be an easy out. Yeah, the cheat codes. And, man, I I hate to fucking say it, but... You mean to tell me that their offensive line wasn't holding every fucking play? Come on. When you got a pass rush with the number one win rate in the fucking league, they gonna let them mugs hold. It's what it is. It ain't what it ain't. It's how is. It doesn't matter whether it's us or whether it's Green Bay. That's what they're going to let happen. But the man is back. You look at our schedule going forward. We going to yeah, fucking, he is. Uh, no, Tell Telling Josh me, not Tampa. Miami. We go to the other side of Florida. We're going we're going the other side of Florida. We go to Miami. We go on the fucking Miami, and we're going to get it done. And we're going to buy. And Cam's gonna have some more time to learn that playbook, and then we're gonna go play the Falcons in our house. We're gonna get it done. Yeah, it's man. It's ugly right now. I get it. It was a that was a rough loss, but I mean, you, you can't knock them. They played us hard. This is a team that fucking did their fucking due diligence. They watched the film. They knew what the fuck to do. They did. It's easy to hate on them. But. Oh shit. They beat Tampa ain't going to be easy from here on out, but we can do it. We can do it. We just got to keep pounding. That's it. Y'all fans who got
3: loud at the stadium today, y'all got to stay getting loud. So that's the end of this call. CK, I mean, what what are you thinking, man? Because I think that, yeah, I mean, today was a bad loss. But we, you know, we at least showed some heart on offense, and the offense has been our biggest issue this season. Right. And, again, looking at the landscape, looking at the teams that we're going to play, our next two football games are the Miami Dolphins and the Atlanta Falcons. And, by the way, we have a bye week in between those two games. So, I mean, am I or anyone else wrong for feeling like, yeah, we had a bad day, but at the end of the day, what we thought was true before this game it's still true. We still yeah, have mean, a good chance to be a playoff.
4: At the end of the day, I mean, you got to keep in mind, it's not like we got blown out, right? Um there were a like we played bad. Like our, our defense played bad. There were some mistakes that were self-inflicted that you know we we talk about and you know we want to you know, Michael Jordan didn't do a very good job making like giving us a great opportunity on the offense. A lot of these drive killers that took place were were probably were a big part of why we lost today too. Like, the defense didn't play well. Like, And, and anybody who looked at this game today and said, oh, the defense played pretty good. They almost gave up 200 yards of rushing, right? That's not good, right? That's not good at all. They gave a 145 passer rating to Tyler- Taylor Heineke. Like, that's not good. He threw three touchdown passes against a vaunted defense that's supposed to be one of the best in the league. That's not good. The defense was a big part, if not the biggest part, to why our team lost today. Um, so, but outside of that, the defense has played well, we know we have the pieces that we need. And if we can come in and play games, like we're supposed to play against teams that we're supposed to beat, you know, that at the end of the day, that will be very helpful, especially as, as Cam Newton starts to learn this playbook. And maybe Joe Brady learns a little bit from Cam Newton on how to, how to call plays that are, that are going to be better, uh, you know, uh, better designed for, for this offense to succeed. And, um, you know, one thing you got to expect, you know, and I said it right when we got into the, into the. I didn't talk about it on live stream, but it just feels like every time Cam Newton goes on a team, he's expected to be the only reason they win every time, like on the Patriots, that was that they, they brought him in and he was the only reason they were supposed to win. Right. And that didn't happen.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Man. And, and then, you know, we came back here to the Carolinas and, and uh, same thing. Uh, he, he, he comes into a game Comes into a team that should have been very capable of winning without him being the only reason, and he had to put this team on his back for a good portion of this. Um, you know, him and CMC did a lot to make this team uh, look like they're better than they were on the offense today, uh, and that's something to be excited about because we're. It's not like this is happening at the beginning of the season where you have to worry about Cam getting worn out by the end of the year. Cam Newton's fresh. Cam Newton's coming into this, you know, with a a, a full head of steam, ready to go. So, I mean, this offense can only get better. And while other offenses may end up taking a step back, uh, I think you're going to see uh, this team start to kind of accelerate. And I'm hoping that happens next week. Yeah. And right, by let's... the
3: uh, well, I just want to say one last thing I just want to read Camden's stat line 21 of 27 for a 77.7 passing, uh, uh, three total touchdowns, zero turnovers, 235 <laughs> yards of offense zero 20, part
2: of the problem that's what should be the real stat 100, is zero part of the problem
3: 120.5 passer rating 64.8 QBR and only sacked one time
2: yeah it was so. fine today and that sack came at the very end by the way I think that was at the last play of the game
4: yeah, and that was again on the offensive line. Like he didn't have any time. But,
2: to try but to still, that. it was the last play of the game. It yeah. wasn't like he was getting harassed all day. I mean, look, he was good. He was better, I'm telling you, far better than I expected he wouldn't be. Is people have tried to, you know, you thought about this, is that the big fear was he had, remember, he was worried about getting his foot fused. The, when he had that little bone that's broken at the bottom of your foot, it's like these little in between bones. So what they do is they fuse that whole part of your, yeah. foot and you're like oh that takes away the explosiveness of, of an athlete so you're like yeah. man the people that were shook about cam newton and being injury prone saying this is you just took away his best asset he can't run the ball anymore well you know what yeah. he can run the ball just fine he might not he, be the guy that's going to take it up the field for 70 yards on a play that's ridiculous looking like a damn running i mean he's like a it, it looks like a, he's a freak. He's been a freak. And here's the thing is that he's less of a freak now, but he's still a freak. Still yeah. running the ball on mugs.
7: That was a big, yeah.
2: big run into to play it. Play the running touchdown. They paid for the clips. Let's Bro. play it again. Let's watch it. We'll watch it while we listen to the next call. Man, we just
11: had a bad game today. Shit. I mean... I, the best outlook is we can go eight and eight this season, putting new pieces. But right now, this game, defense could have done a whole lot better, whole lot better. Corner-wise, safety-wise, linebacker-wise, they could have done a whole lot better. Play calling-wise, man, Ron Rivera, he was on it. He he knew what he was wanting to do from the jump. He, he, he always been a great coach.
3: So Is that the end of the call, oh, Tony? We can't hear you when your microphone is muted. We can't hear the cat calls. If we, if we lose a dolphin, I'll smack
11: somebody.
2: Keep her- <laughs> uh, you got the gist of it. You're right. I had to yell at my kids, they're oh, trying I'm to good. cook by themselves right now. Be oh, careful. <laughs> I know. Don't worry. I got a lot of kids. They're all right. They'll, they'll survive.
3: And yeah, one of them will figure it out. <laughs> that's
2: exactly right. Man, at some point, that's just what they're like. You got to learn to live folks. And that's what I tried to tell you all about um, the criticisms. Like when you say, Oh, well, we don't have a good offensive line. Oh, we don't You're like, so when we give Joe Brady a pass because he doesn't have the right tools or we give this guy a pass because he doesn't have an offensive line. Turns out you just have to learn how to live with the circumstances you got, bro. You know, my kids got to go down there and figure out how to cook dinner because I'm doing this podcast and if they don't learn how to do it, yeah, I'm a bad dad. But at the same time, their lives. Let's keep <laughs> going.
3: Hey, they have to learn not to touch <laughs> the stove some way.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, here's a good example of this because we live in such a great, great, beautiful world where nobody has any consequences and i'm the best i spoil my kids more than anything so my oldest smart like I said he's a golden boy you know he's a first born boy he's the oldest smarter like this and that kid puts his uh dish in the sink today i mean the sink was full of crap mom has been out of town for the weekend so we're just trying to survive this joint we're just trying to survive it but man just puts his Little weak ass dish, right on in the dishes, and they had just unloaded the dishwasher, so that they knew the dishwasher was empty. Then we ate, so they unloaded the dishwasher. I was making breakfast. We ate, and he goes and puts his plate dirty ass plate in the sink, and then I yelled up, and I was like, "Yo, yo, yo, who's sink? whose plate? All jacked up in the sink right here." He's like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot." And I said, "You know what? Usually I say this. Oh man, remember to put your yo say put your." plate in the dishwasher I said you know what screw this I made his ass come down and wash all the di- now wash I was like put all the dishes then in the dishwasher homie not just yours do what I was about to do
3: plus so, there was look, also a get- whole generation of kids that grew up without their parents being in the house it, those latchkey kids yeah people had to figure it out They'll be fine they're fine
2: they're gonna learn they're gonna learn If you right hear Will on, the Panthers tell me? learn Will the Panthers learn today and will the Panthers parents learn from not uh, holding their kids accountable enough? Phil drool or what, what was it? Phil slow, Phil slow, rat mule. And we need a good one for Joe Brady, Joe Frady, drove Joe lady. I think I don't Joe know. Brady sometimes need
4: up. J- is a, is fear to throw the ball down the field.
2: Oh, like frayed, like F A. Oh, I like it. All right. Now I'm totally into it now. Yeah, Joe. 252,
15: 228, 5098. Hey, this is Kevin from Charleston. I got to ask a question. I mean,
7: should we really
5: really regret taking Garrett Brown?
7: Because,
16: I mean, good
5: God, that run defense is awful.
13: I mean, Has it really improved since we drafted them? Good call. I mean, yeah, we did great against bad teams, but come on, man. Shit. Peace.
3: Yeah, uh, so real quick, Tony. uh, Karen Choi puts forward Joe Flakey. Not bad. Yeah, kind of a good one. I like that, too. And then, yeah, we need to have this conversation about Derek Brown. (laughs) Like I said, man, I don't care if people want to come at me. I stand by my original evaluations of the players when I do make them. Um, I, I liked Derrick Brown, I thought he would, he would be a good football player. But I remember saying this to you guys then if I'm picking in the top 10, I'm not picking a run stuffing D tackle, right. not in the top 10. You draft game changers in the top 10. Now, if we're talking about a guy like, like Vita Vea that's you know getting sacks and pressures all the time, then that that's one thing, but we drafted Derrick Brown to be that monster in the middle. And, yeah, sometimes he'll blow up a play, but then other times he just gets completely washed. There were times today I saw a backup center and left guard, or right guard rather, just bulldoze Derek Brown out of the play. And it's, it's like I don't know what, what, we're, what we're doing here, man. I think that, you know, when it comes to Derek Brown and Brian Burns, There is reasonable criticisms to be had about these guys' play style now, man. Uh, I think, um, you know, Derek Brown is incredibly powerful, but kind of lacks that quick twitch uh, ball get off and and some secondary moves to get off of blocks. And then Brian Burns, he really kind of lacks in physical play strength on the edge. So I've been very, uh, especially of late, I've been very underwhelmed. By our first round pick Derek Brown And I think it's a reasonable criticism
2: I think you're way too Alright first is um, I've fallen in this trap before I've fallen into this trap Of being like oh it's easy To talk junk about this defensive tackle That was drafted in the first round That doesn't get a lot of sacks I did this with Star Latula Le I was a giant KK Short fan beside him, just eating right beside this man. And I still think KK Short was a great player, so I ain't got no problems. I'm like, I ain't shaming myself there. But I know it's easy. I feel like it's easy to fall into the Derek Brown, not help, like, anti Derek Brown camp. Right. And Star Tule changed our defense. Of the... Fr- I feel like this. I don't feel like teams are running up the middle on uh, a ton of us on us.
1: I, I, when I they feel like they're, they're running
2: off. Offensive tackle. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, you guys told me I didn't watch the game and they're, actually they're doing a mix of both. To be honest, like we're getting run over. We're getting steamroll in the run game. I don't know if I dislike Derek Brown like because he's the mean man I want on my team. Um, I don't even know if I don't like the idea of drafting those types of players within the top 10. I do understand what you're saying, Cody, about when we're drafting and what we're trying to do for our team going forward. And I would kind of be interested in what other players could have sent our team on a different trajectory at that point in time, other than a Derek Brown. Right, it's like a safe pick. It's kind of like a safe pick. It's like, oh, we're going to get a guy that's from Alabama that's going to like be this, this, the. I don't know if he changed the trajectory of our squad, and you know how I feel about drafting tight ends in the first round. Like, you can tell me he's like, going to be the best tight end in the history of the world, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I mean,
3: I, I hear you, and it's like uh, when you're picking in the top ten, I don't mind picking a defensive tackle, but it better be Aaron Donald or it better be someone that Or you got to think about where your team's
2: at at that point. If you don't have a quarterback, if you don't have a this and that, it's not like you just were missing a defensive tackle. Yeah,
3: And that's what uh, Matt Tuco says. He's a Washington football fan. He says drafting D-line won't make you better unless you have a quarterback. We drafted four and five years, but got the quarterback wrong. And now it doesn't matter. So that's a fantastic point, man. You have, to, you have to look at what you need and what's on the board. Um, then uh, uh, Algernon uh, Ramesser earlier in the chat asked me who else was, avail- was available. Um, I still probably would have preferred Isaiah Simmons at that pick, especially knowing how uh, shallow we are at the linebacker position. But also, how about Tristan Wirps, who is a badass football player on the offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So was that not um, the
2: quarterback the draft that you got that you liked? That wasn't the uh, Oregon
3: draft? Yeah, Justin Herbert went right before us. He went number six and then we picked seven.
2: Oh, okay. So he wasn't so, available. Yeah. But if he put, it yeah. he was if, in, like if we really wanted him.
3: Yeah, I mean, we if we really wanted him, him we, we we probably could have and see at that point in time, if we really were in love with Justin Herbert. We probably could have traded up with the Lions or the Giants, uh, picking at three and four in that draft to go and get them, But again, man, we're talking about Mario Herny. And apparently Mario Herney loves Justin Herbert too. But um Look yeah, at this I comment.
2: Just... I love this comment. Jay Doe says this. You can sign serviceable defensive tackles. Think about this. Yeah. Uh Daquan Jones has arguably been one of the best defensive tackle on this team this season.
3: Uh, right? I mean, yeah, he's, he's I mean, been we long just over... signed
2: him. Did we not just sign Daquan Jones like to like, a two-year deal? He's been one of our most You can long long think of like, Kevin Love. Did. You can think of some guys that have rotated, and you can, like he said, serviceable tackles. Interesting. Yep. All right, let's keep going through with the calls. 252 228 What up, C3?
16: This is this What's up, Carl?
7: Um, I have a message, Panther Nation. Don't be discouraged because we lost this game to
6: be the Washingtons.
7: I mean, hey, Cam played. Cam was Cam. We had a chance to win. We just didn't. But you know what? The great thing is, Yes. we still have some games left, and we to where we still. Going to make the playoffs. I, I'm I'm confident about that now. Now that Cam is back, um, Cody, Tony. All the year I've been hearing about. Oh, this Panther defense is number two. This Panther defense is this. It. second and twenty-one. You had yeah, a chance for number problem. two defense to show why they number two. and hey, guess what? They did nothing. A conversion. Washington team converted? Where's the – they ran it down the throats as well. Where's this defense that, that people been so craving all week? It didn't – they really didn't show up today. Oh, and and Tony, I have a suggestion. Why don't you do throwback um podcasts on Tuesday, Throwback podcast. You know, I might be a Cam fan. I may have came to Carolina because of Cam, but Tony, you're the you are the reason that made me a true Panthers fan. Because on Tuesday night, I used to look for it. You need to bring back the old theme music. Tuesday night when that thing used to hit, we'd get, we'd get them and talk. Yeah, I just want uh, to speak to God. That's like a throwback call right there. When I hear that tone, or that tone, I was hyped. I was like, hell yeah, see three times, baby. Tony. Please bring that podcast music back, even if it's just for one night only. the fans, keep your heads up. Let's keep pounding. Oh, and get them fucking lights up, people. You know you love this show. You know this is one of the hottest content.
2: Let me hear. Let me see if I got this one for you, bro. While i let me see. if, Look, I just went back to the. Well, I don't even know what these files. This is totally the professor, bro.
16: It's the cure. You know, as I've said this to you guys before, roster building is a twelve month process. And you can't sit here and rest in your laurels. Oh, you went to the Super Bowl, so obviously you're going to go back again.
5: Your decisions are made above your shoulders rather than in your heart. Exactly.
7: So- Listen, at the end of the day, we're going to do the evaluation. We're going to see what we feel we need. I'm going to do everything we nice can. Thanks, for being
2: a supporter to the end. <laughs> From the beginning to the end I got a lot of those old clips back there I got the other one My favorite one is like I want guys Look, look actually we need more clips Here's the thing is I'm I'm not ready To make the Matt Rule clip yet How about that yet, Matt Rule yet. Make me make the clip For you And we'll change it We're going to uh, get CK To come <laughs> film with a drone It's going to be great
14: 252 228 5098.
4: So, I, I think they probably next
2: walk. Is that clipping
3: to you, or is it yeah, just yeah? Day? Day? Yeah, day. Next, day. Nah, that's, that's terrible. terrible. Yeah,
5: 189. Next
3: call. Go- <laughs> Sorry, man. Your call was. You um, boys. It's your
5: boy, Mike. <laughs> there he <laughs> well, is. Team perfect
2: team perfect team.
5: timing. Hope you guys are having a
2: fantabulous yeah it's been awesome Panthers lost fantabulous
5: Sunday evening you know what I ain't even mad I ain't even mad bro I got to come here you know to the nice city of Charlotte
2: oh he came to the game poor fella
5: I got to see my boy come home
2: every time yeah. this happens to good people.
5: Give them a you W. Give
2: them a W.
5: On the low-low, I picked him up on Fantasy, and uh, hopefully he'll get me to win oh,
6: this yeah, week. Probably oh,
5: snap. There you go. Know, uh, 20-something points. Uh, it's really helping me out right now. Anyways. um, Yeah. You know what? I ain't even mad. It's all good. You know... the boy we i swear when i was up in them stands it was like every run play they were running it was just gashing for like 5 yards and it is it's, it's 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 a role reversal you know we it,
7: couldn't it depend on the
5: offense now you know this at least for this game you know we couldn't really depend on the defense that shit sucks, especially to see the Washington Panthers come in and, you know, just take that win from us.
2: Well, I tell you this is thanks, Mike, man. I'm sorry that you had to travel here. And again, the team needs to give W's if they want the fans to show up, if they want people to get hype. You you actually can do two things, Carolina. If you want our Pine Gas to thrive, you could suck. Because when the Panthers suck, people get on the internet and talk about it. When they're great, they go to the stadium and cheer. <laughs> like, it's kind of the thing it's like, is that a good teams bring people to the stadium, bad teams bring people to the internet. And um, look, the pa- Carolina Panthers have to go out there and win. They excited us with storylines, they drew it up. It could have been magical. It was magical from the beginning. And right now, um, that that storyline has fizzled out in a moment. The magic has been dampened quickly, and the Carolina Panthers' defense needs to step it up. And I think the whole team. It's like a, when you talk about team wins, team losses. Today was totally a team loss, but you can't really. For the first time this season, we had we don't get a pick on the offense. We don't pick on the. I I actually would say this: the offensive line was even awful. Worst day of the game. Worst play of the game was the bad snap on that. Was it a direct snap to Christian McCaffrey?
3: No, or it wasn't was it a really to be. like?
2: Yeah, like I don't even it, know if that was. It a play. wasn't
3: supposed to be, but thank God, Christian. Is I know good enough to be able to think on his feet and be able to reel in that football. It was
2: incredible, yeah,
3: man. Um, no, it was not a direct snap, and I said this on Twitter too. It's like you know, I don't want to be too too hard. On Pat Elfman, I want it kind of be reasonable, but at the same time, like he was snapping so low to start that game, okay. like it was going straight down. And Cam and Christian, you know, on, on that. But play, you but
2: didn't have real game, errors on it to though.
3: Go down to get that football. He, yeah, I think that uh, snapping the ball—that's something he has to get better at. I don't want to be too hard because it's not his normal position. I do think he plays well there. But he definitely has to get better, man, because a lot of those snaps, especially early on, they they were bad. And that might have been the difference in one of those plays.
2: Here's another treat for you.
6: It's
2: the C3 Panthers podcast. Brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. I'm your host. Tony Dunn on the internet's baby. Oh he's the old school. <laughs> I love
4: bags. it. I love it. Bags. Like that just that's so jazzy though.
2: It is. It's fun. It's a fun start. Two, two, five, two. Hey, what's going on,
4: fellas, man? I'm
1: uh my name's Keefa, all the way up here in Portland, Oregon. Oh, my man. What's up? And uh lifetime uh Carolina fans are because fan, 'cause I'm originally from Salisbury, North Carolina, but I'm you know transplanted in but i wanted to say that uh, i think the team looked real good i think cam looked real good today uh i don't see any problem with the players themselves i mean the coaching is terrible um i don't know what matt rules doing uh joe brady you know he is what he is but uh you know i think they're college coaches and when you're dealing with college coaches as opposed to nfl prep uh coaches man that's what you're going to get you know what i'm saying so yeah. It is what it is, man. You can holler back at me at, um, um, you know, it's just crazy. But um, I think the team did real good today. I think Washington showed up to play. Ron Rivera, of course, uh, you know, excellent coach in my opinion, of course. Uh, and uh, he was prepared. He was really prepared for the day. But I think Cam was prepared too. I think uh, C-Mac was prepared. Uh, I agree with Cody when uh, when you say that uh, if you're going to pay Robbie Anderson all that money, he needs to be a more integral part of the offense and so on like that. And uh, just overall, I think the Panthers have an opportunity to really make a run. And uh, it's possible as long as we can get the right combinations out there, especially on defense, and uh, see what happens. All right?
2: Thank you for the call, uh, right Cody. On. Is He brought a lot of great points there. I want to zero circle back to one you mentioned it earlier. I've been holding on to this with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. We saw another another caller called in talking about kind of they went to DJ early and then let off the gas there. Yeah. Um I think this is a personality thing. And while you're yeah. saying feed the ball to Robbie Moore. You know, I mean, I want to see that. Is that like I was really impressed with Robbie did last year as becoming a possession re- receiver. But you're saying like this when he came here, I thought he was going to be a three catch for a hundred or for 98 yards guy. You know what I'm saying? Not a possession receiver. I think he was going to be a seven catch guy in the game. And last year, he was a seven catch guy. This year, he's yep. kind of toned back and now it's been schematic. It's like now, I just still want him to be the three yard, three catches for 68 yards and right. a touchdown. That would be amazing. But I think yeah. personnel, I think they have been feeding the ball to him. And I think that DJ Moore, in fact, I wrote this down earlier for debate my take. Here's the take. Remember this for Wednesday is DJ Diva enough to be a number one? Because I think Robbie Anderson has showed emotion. He said this is like, give me more. He's like he's over there, and I think they have force fed him. And I'm not saying they force fed. Yeah, you know what, DJ might. What if DJ acted like that?
3: I mean, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't think that he's a number one receiver. DJ. Oh, no, I'm saying Robbie. Uh, oh, he, I agree he, with he, that. But yeah, what Robbie I'm saying is, is this: Don't you think his DJ.
2: attitude, like his, no. like we want more out of we want more? It's kind of his, just like he is diva.
3: He has all DJ the terrible...
2: is the reason DJ ain't getting fed is because he's like a little beta.
3: So, by the way, on that trick play where Christian McCaffrey tossed it back to Cam, the one Ron Rivera challenge. I want to
2: see that one.
3: Where's I, I tried to find it, dude? I couldn't find any one of the actual entire play. Um I do have one of Christian McCaffrey I want to show in a second. That dude's fucking different. But um on that play, DJ was supposed to be the guy being thrown the ball. But DJ was not open. Uh he, he you know he was the the go route on that play and there was good coverage. And I feel like there have been times when defenders uh have been able to shut down DJ. And I kind of feel like that's true, Tony. Like it's uh Steve Smith uh, said, "You know they they haven't found someone to replace me as a Carolina Panther receiver until now." Well, I'm sorry, Steve, but we still haven't replaced you, big dog. He doesn't have that mentality, man. I wish we I wish that he played with even half the anger and the gusto and the ready to put you in the dirt attitude. Tough. That that He's that tough. Steve He's Smith, just... had, but he doesn't do it. And I think that you're right, Tony. He doesn't have that that alpha dog mentality that you need to have from a number one wide receiver. It doesn't even mean being loud either. You don't have to be a showboat, you know, saying professing your greatness all the time. You don't have to do that. I just need to be able to depend on you on every single play that you're targeting.
2: I think it's different than that, though. I don't think it's on DJ. Look, I think that just the coaching staff knows that... Robbie Anderson is dramatic, right? So they got to keep him there like this is like, if you're prioritizing people's personalities, you've got to keep in check. They know that DJ is going to be the last dude to get riled up. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is I don't think even his, his play on the field isn't dogish enough. That's not even what I'm trying to say a little bit. It's like, I think that Robbie Anderson is like here. I'll throw the temper tantrum, and you know what? I'm fine. Like I don't give a fuck. I mean, do that if that's what you think is the best. Do it. But this coaching staff, like I said, is susceptible to listening to the noise. They they listen to the crowds. On that call,
3: oh, yeah. we have
2: seen this. Is do you remember when Ron when they came back out and Matt Rule said, Oh, we're just gonna run the ball for 77, 7,000 times? Why? Why did he say that? Because the crowd have been saying weren't doing enough. Think about this. Do you remember after week one, we played Christian McCaffrey, like and he had 37 touches or something like that, and yeah. the noise. The noise immediately after that game was "When, but are we giving McCaffrey too many touches? And then the next week, they just went hyperbole to Chuba Hubbard. I'm telling you, man, these guys listen to the noise. They're reacting to it. And that's why I actually think DJ, he would be better off being a dick at this point. What he should be doing is saying this, give me the ball more. And they'd be feeding him. But they know he's the last personality on the list they got to appease.
3: I also feel like in that first drive that we went and scored on that DJ Moore touchdown, uh, they made it a point to get the ball into DJ Moore's hands. And I felt like we were pretty successful doing that. Um, But then again, it goes back to Christian McCaffrey. And I can't even doubt him for for doing that because I wanted to play this. Christian McCaffrey really is special, y'all. I might call him overpaid. I might say a lot of things about him.
2: He's amazing, but, but dude. But
3: th- this play where he was—oh, this shit
2: is dope yeah, as fuck. Look,
3: he never went down. No, they actually like his is-
2: football helmet made him down. Did you know that? Like technically, oh, the, the, he is down so because his helmet, helmet is down. down. Yeah, that's what that balance, I was listening man. to on that man, look, and Hutch broadcast. Look at
3: my man doing everything in his powerful or everything in his power to stay alive, keep the play going. Dude, I know it's crazy is, though. Yeah. I mean, it's
2: kind of sick that, like, when you see an athlete do something like that, and it's kind of ridiculous too when we look at um pass uh not not pass right like the play replay, right? When we like the yeah. challenge the challenge replay, I mean, it it is ridiculous. Like when we're like, oh, one blade of grass touched their foot; they're out of bounds. You know, that's a special Uh, fucking moment right there. That dude just did something that's like insanely. And I'm not saying he should get the benefit of the doubt, but good God. I was at this game where Mike Vick did this to us. And this is why I hate the Atlanta Falcons. I hate Mike Vick. And I didn't. I actually started a route for Michael Vick after he went to Philadelphia and killed dogs. I know. People are like this. It's like, God, you hated Mike Vick after he killed dogs. I liked him better afterwards because he wasn't in the NFC South. And he because he killed my-
3: dogs, right?
2: No, because he terrorized my team for oh, like 20 okay. years. He beat the ECU Pirates over and over. I was at the game where he jumped from the five-yard line, and two people hit him in the process, and he levitated above the ground this much this little man jumped so far like he did something like it was fucking miraculous and they showed it all we all had a perfect replay of it and it was like you wanted to hate against it you know what I'm saying it's like I hate that that uh, like sometimes we overturn the game because a great play is undermined by one blade of grass <clears throat>
3: So, but Christian know,
2: McCaffrey today, dude. I mean, he showed you. He's a super elite, super elite, and he wears his helmet tighter than anybody. I know. He the red picture. Put- oh my god!
4: Yeah, he- what is that, that man? I think it might also be a a, a a symptom of his uh receding hairline as well.
2: Ooh. Is
3: his hairline is receding?
4: yeah
2: dude hey, you think look at, look it's at it. been look running it. away it runs it runs faster than he does hey, <laughs> i
3: tell you what I, he has enough money that he should never go bald they got all <laughs> oh, don't of, worry they, they got all drew kinds of hair in that. a minute yeah look at that it, drew
2: dude. Brees hair anytime um i was uh, wondering if he wore his helmet that tight to keep like um concussions away is it like the luke keekly remember when luke keekly wore that wore like that uh thing hand? on his neck
4: and that was whole the whole thing was like it's supposed to help prevent like circulation or something like that they think it well, actually more- it,
2: like it incre- like it, it's like a cockering for your neck way <laughs> it's like it makes you get extra blood in your head so you don't have the jingle jangle in it
3: well yeah look kicksmith was wearing that i kind of don't think that works the same for the helmet though I, I, well, I Christian McCaffrey's entirely, helmet entirely is so good.
2: tight, bro. Like, this well, uh, dude is like, hey, he believes of, in hey, helmets.
3: Speaking <laughs> of tight helmets, one, one of the things that I will say, did you notice Cam Newton adjusting his helmet a lot? I don't oh, know, when he did know, this it, joint? Yeah, but he's dude, still, he was, he's like, oh, he was God, my hair rocks.
2: is big as fuck. And,
3: dude, whenever you have dreadlocks like that, I've noticed a bunch of guys have problems, like especially when they have those thick dreads. They've got problems keeping their helmets on sometimes.
4: Is he uh, <laughs> is he about to get that haircut?
3: No, I don't Ooh. think so. No, I think Cam Newton he is on the... Man. I kind of believe that uh, he's on that kick that he believes that there's power in his hair, which, by the way, he's right. Uh-huh. Look at your boy.
4: Um, um, that- I don't know. I feel pretty powerful. <laughs> well, I have hair in other places, so we're good. I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, the struggle so,
2: is so real, bro.
3: Yeah, oh, uh, dude, especially when you're. In I'm about to I'm
2: call Rhea right
3: now. No, <laughs> hey. but dude, you know what though? Hey, uh, uh, I found a play, and uh, you said you didn't want to be too hard on, um, on Deontay Brown. On yeah, Deontay oh, no, I'm a Oh, look,
2: yeah. you look the disease. Hey, look, no, I'm talking about Derek Brown.
3: No, I'm talking know. about Derek Brown. You said that DK was
2: saying play. that earlier. The he was confusing them earlier. Yep. Yeah. So, so it's uh, like a sneeze, and you know, like you caught it,
3: dude. Look at our. Let's dudes. hear. It. Let's see. It. Our, Let's see our what dudes. it is. I line on this play. By the way, there's Derek Brown all right, right play. there. Well, all right, where are we at? We're on the. I don't know, but down R thirty-five.
2: It, it looks like we're probably at R forty.
3: Okay, uh, Roy. Derrick Brown. It, look how, how piss poor this is. All right. Pancake. Look at the running lane that they have to What was that
2: guy that to do with Dante Jackson? Who we picking? No, on? I
3: never said Dante Jackson. Uh-huh. I'm saying Brown. This guy. Oh, this cool. Derrick one, Brown.
2: Derrick Brown. All right. Derrick all right, Brown. Right.
3: This number one. He's not, not even on the.
2: Day. Oh, what? He got smashed.
3: Dude, he got fucking pancaked. Do you see the football player? All right. Rewind it again. Rewind it again. on we'll top of I him
2: everybody look this is good by their entire oh oh and this goes back to um the call that's basically a three five and that's what the caller was saying is that we're not putting enough uh defensive linemen up front rewind that again i mean if you think about it yes you do have burns and you have uh was that marquis haynes on the left
3: um, Who's 98? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- Look, this Mar- is Mar- a thin Haynes. line. If you go Mar- one, Haynes two, three,
2: four, five, six, there's six offensive linemen right here going up against one, two, three, four spread out defensive linemen. Wow. And
3: an undersized yeah. uh, an undersized edge. We thought and, they were going to
2: pass there. And two, that's what we thought. We thought they
3: were passing undersized. there. But and no, they just ran you, it no, at you're us. You're right, though. They, listen, this is a heavyweight. Going up against a welterweight, okay, and it was the same thing that happened to us in the Dallas.
6: Dallas, football, yes,
3: football game too. when they have that that weight advantage, dude, look how well this is. They washed down the line. They got their blockers up to the second yeah. level. The t- the tight end picks him up. Jermaine Carter Jr. isn't gotten. And, and I mean, they have running lanes, man. I mean, we we thought that that was fixed for us. Why does Phil Snow? moving so far away from what has been successful for us the earlier part of this season, man. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing when you see shit like this.
2: We've been susceptible to the run game. Look, uh, teams that have beat us have ran against us. Think about it. Like, who has right. truly beaten us? Dallas. Ran, the fuck ran out all us. over us. They do? What did New England do to us?
4: Ran all over us.
2: Yeah. And even if you go back to the Giants game, I don't know if the Giants ran all over us or, but like they had, they did put up a lot against us. I'm, again, I want to come back to this. Is our defense as good as you guys say it is? And not you two on this podcast, but the earth. Like, What do you guys really think about this defense is that we want to say it's awesome and I thought it was after the first two weeks but we ain't stopped nobody yet. People have been putting up points against us.
3: We're not playing uh, up to... We're not dominant. We're not dominant. We're just middle of
2: the pack, bro.
3: How many calls do we have left?
2: Maybe two or three. Two.
3: Okay. Yeah, we're not playing up to our talent. We have too much talent. We have too much skill. Um it was a bad day, man. We have to we have to continue to um uh we have to continue to be better than what we have been. And we have to play better at home.
2: All right, next one.
8: I think we all gotta give a um round of applause to Kim. I mean he played a heck of a good game. I think we'll he did get sacked. Um, but I mean he did a good game. Especially in session the first one, he got that touchdown for us. Um, and yeah, I think, um, we just got to fix up our defense and I think that this team is still a a playoff team, but we just got to fix a few things with our defense
3: and, um, there's a little baby
2: Cody last name. Keep on,
3: hey man. listen, respect this kid's call, man. He's bringing, he's bringing know. the knowledge, man. He's not, he's this not. Is a, he, he,
2: this is the second hey, week. I to, think. Hey, how
3: about this? The Panthers need to bring in this kid, uh, for some evaluations, <laughs> man. Like, they need to listen to this kid. Yeah, super oh, smart man, kid. One hundred percent, Jeff. One hundred percent. Um, yeah. Huh. Hey, uh, I uh, love the calls, man. We love that you call in. We appreciate your call. And um, yeah, dude, uh, Cam Newton came coming back today. That was a big shot to the arm, and uh, our defense has to play better.
2: Don't tell your ki- your parents about Tony's metaphors. Two five two 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 eight
1: fifty ninety eight. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Man, I'm uh, my name's Kifa, all the way up here in Portland, Oregon. Oh, we heard Very you. dedicated.
3: Heard Yep. 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 All right. Here, uh, I want to play time. this for
1: you. Here's another
2: old school intro. Joey, you want to see this play here? Panther Nation C3 yeah. Podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles. Yeah,
6: it's a lot. All
9: right, man. Oh, man. Just out, you know, you guys joking. You know, we working at the same time. You know, putting the work in as a team. My favorite night
5: of the week. We're gonna go out there and hey, we're playing the win. We're not out here just to show up. We're out here to win.
7: I don't want guys that want them. because really, who does this? Nobody wants you, to win. everybody wants you. To win. I want guys that
5: I want players, players that want this embodies everything that we are as a team, as an organization. You know, our motto is keep counting. And that's what we do, you know what I'm saying? It's
2: Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Tony Dunn here, bro. I've been doing these. I've been on these streets for a minute, folks. I can play you some old intros. They were fun, man. You know what? It's been hard to get. I, I, I might be able to make one out of Phil Snow's and Scruffy Voice. But right now, right now, Matt Rule or Matt Drew, Matt Drew, Matt Fool, Rat Mule. All of the above. T- yeah, I mean, like that. To- Ma- Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Love it. <laughs> Matt,
7: Matt Stool. Stool.
2: Like doo doo. Mad doo doo <laughs> would be the other one. Like my stool. Um, I like that. And and you know what, you gotta prove us wrong, man. And here, I hate to tell you all this is that this what exactly what would would have been happen happening on this podcast if we were kind of comfortable in our skin enough at that point. Actually, is a, it might have been the year before we started the podcast that Ron Rivera went through a similar struggle. Kind of uh, optimism in year one as a head coach. Second year, just wasn't doing it. And his struggle was with the defense. They were calling for Ron Rivera's head. We were, as Panther fans. But he always plays good in November and December. I would not be surprised if he plays just well enough. He always does that. Just well enough in November and December to save his job. But in 2013, we came out slamming under... Ron Rivera, you got to wonder, man, today's a big win for their organization. They beat Tampa Bay last week. They yeah, come in cute. here in a revenge game. I man. like, look, is that this is Ron Rivera MO, bro? Y'all hate Ron Rivera, but he came and Ron rivera us today. And, um, congratulations to him and the Washington football team, CK.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, that's like, think about what this does for their season.
4: I mean, it's, it's a shot in the arm. I mean, last week was, you know, a, a huge momentum shift, right? Uh, and, and to win two in a row against two of the best, you know, what many would say is the better defenses in the league and, and to have Taylor Heineke play the way he has. Like, here's the thing is like Taylor Heineke, he, he, he didn't throw for like 400 yards, right? It wasn't like we were just giving up yards after yards, but this defense, this offense basically was the perfect. This is like, this is exactly what Ron Rivera wanted every single one of his offenses to be be like when he was with the Carolina Panthers. He wanted the r- pass game to be efficient, but he wanted the run game to be the one thing that man- maintained and that that made like eight the clock up and everything. And they did that very well last week. They did that very well this week. Uh, how many like five, six minute drives did they have? It was just un- unreal. How many there were? That is a
2: it's a Ron Rivera game, bro. Yeah, it is. This it was, was a bludgeon you, man. He wants to and seek and Cody, you're a a UFC MMA fighter. Oh, yeah. He wants to ground He wants to get you on the mat. He
3: he's gonna he's gonna out wrestle you. He's gonna pass into full mount. He's gonna drop some elbows on you. He's gonna yeah. rough you up and he's gonna bloody you up and you're, you're gonna be exhausted afterwards.
2: His uh halftime speech has to be better than Matt Rules or Matt Rules Oh, or it's got
3: Matt stool, Matt, Matt Fool, Matt Rule.
2: And I, I mean, I don't wanna That's hate really on. I don't wanna kill fool. somebody in their own career right now, but I mean if we're looking at everything, Keith's coming back to this. Man, what do you do? How do you continue to argue for what are the what are the reasons we should not be focusing criticism on Matt Rule? I'll ask you that right now. What are the reasons that none. we should be defending a Matt Rule for a third season?
3: There is none. Next question.
2: Wow. That's <laughs> there it. Is
4: none.
3: Do you have anything, CK? Is that bad?
4: I mean, honestly, I, money, I've, I've been somewhat of a defender of Matt Rule, but I'm right there with you. I'm kind of at the same boat, you know?
2: Hmm. I mean, yeah. It's like, what do you say? It's not about us tearing down somebody. Is what you say is the strength? That's what I want to know. Is what you say is the strength of Matt Rule as a coach so far? Not trying to tear him down. Let's t- let's try to build this man up, right? And I bet you that all of a sudden we're trying to have this st- this strength conversation is tough to have it. And That's the sad part about it. Um. Let's go with the last call of the night and we got some uh, housekeeping duties to do.
17: Hey, guys. It's Joey. It's Joey. And, uh, Joey. I was trying to Perfect. say, I was Final actually call. at this game. I had a real good time because I got to sit up in nosebleeds today with all the diehards. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. And, um,
2: well, at least you but couldn't see was,
17: it. I mean, it was actually a good game. It really was. I mean, <laughs> Joe Brady. Oh, my God. Man, Joe Brady fucking sucks, dude. Uh, fire Joe Brady. Chance were definitely going around. Joe and Brady? And I, uh, I said fire Joe Brady, and the, the lady next to me was like. Very little. Yeah, I so agree with you there. He did plenty, and um, we the third quarter reared its ugly head again.
4: It did, it did,
17: and of course the zebras, they didn't help much. But nope. do they ever help? Uh, so there's that. Then there's underestimation. I think Cam played good. Cam was de- is definitely better than Sam Darnold. But one of the issues I have with the coaching staff is that they, if something works, they won't do it again. Yeah. Like what worked in Arizona, they did not do. What worked in Atlanta, they did not do against the Patriots. What worked for the first three games, I don't know if it was just they had Tate or he straight away from doing that or maybe a combination of both. But, and this applies to all our coaching staff too. This applies to uh, Matt Rule, Joe Brady, and Phil Snow. And, uh, I mean, we've been handling Phil Snow with kid gloves for a while, rightfully so. But, I mean, I don't think he his play calling was the reason we lost. No, not at all. Um, our defense was sort of leaky today, but they did. Sort they, of. did Make a lot of huge plays. They did get a couple of sacks. They did pull bumpers sure. down a few times.
2: Not enough of the right, they didn't. And the
17: fans. Everything the is fans situational, bro. I was up in the nosebleeds with real fans. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. I like how he I like This is the
2: first time he sat in the nosebleeds. Good God. Welcome to my life. Um. When it comes to the team and the defense, there's just like some situational things that were problematic, and football is situational. So yeah, you can have some turnovers that really create some good situations, but it's situational.
3: Yeah, it goes back to what you you were saying about.
17: It
3: goes back to what you were saying about Matt Rule. You know, we're, we're trying to find reasons to build him up. You know, trying to find reasons to. Say, hey, what, what has he done for us? And I think right. that's, a really, that's a really good criticism of uh, our coaches. Whenever we do something successful, we move away from it. So early in the season, our defense wasn't letting anyone run the ball. Right. And now seemingly everyone can run the football. How about this? If maybe people weren't a, trying maybe, enough. If though. you want to go on a smaller microcosm, look at that first drive where uh, on offense, we were. or I don't know if it was the first drive, but we were able to put the ball in the end zone uh, with Cam Newton to DJ Moore, And we had a really good connection going there with DJ. Moore, It was scripted like. though. And then we moved away from it. Yeah. But still, if you're able you're to right. script it, then we did move away, away from DJ, later.
2: we moved yeah. away. We've actually moved away from DJ for like seven games.
3: Yeah. And you know, we have to get better, man. No, none of our coaches are putting us in a position to play complimentary football. Um, either one steps up and our defense shows up and our offense is non-existent or you have a game like today where, you know, in Cam Newton's first game as a starter, he has to once again don that Superman cape and, uh, you know, and have to do everything and put the team on his back and the defense disappears. We can't have it. We have to start playing complimentary football. All
2: right. You guys know we got the final segment of the show coming up where we, Give the dab on him pick as well as the talent shame pick. Um, actually, both Cam Newton inspirations, right? So Cam would dab on you. And then back in his rookie and sophomore year, they were, he would wear the towel on his head and people be all mad about him. We got that. And as I play this last call, I got a challenge to CK and to Cody. And I want you to tell me one positive – the most positive thing about this team or one positive, one negative about this team going forward. And then we'll do our dab on picks. Final call tonight.
1: What's going on,
16: y'all? It's the J to the J to the E to the double T. I got Time Podcast calling in for the first time. I just want to let y'all know. I love y'all's show. I listen in every single week. But my problem actually comes with Matt Roof.
2: So glad it wasn't me. He
16: needs to go. He needs to go. He's not doing it for us. We got Cam back in the building. We're calling horrible plays. Fourth and three, we're not throwing the ball to anyone outside of Christian. We have a problem here. We need five games to get into the playoffs, and we're not making it. Hey, yo, Cody, I need you to tell me, man, what's the plan? What's the move? What do we got to do to make it to the playoffs? I'll be listening
3: in.
2: My man, what a call. What we got to do.
3: Man, so look, first of all, we have to start start getting the bigger bodies up front on our D-line, man. We have to stop letting teams put two tight ends in there and just run the football all over us. Our interior has to play better on both sides of the football. Something that we didn't mention today, Tony Dunn, is that for as complimentary as we've been lately of Michael Jordan, today he got dog-walked. Back into Cam Newton's lap on numerous occasions. He, did, dude, don't fight me on this, please. He did I will. Not have, I'm gonna fight this did, one on you because that's my point that I'm but on did the did, other but side. But then you didn't see the film. With John you, Miller, every Jordan,
16: time John Miller plays on no, this line, we it wasn't, suck. Dude,
3: no, it wasn't. It was fucking Michael Jordan. That was the play where Cam Newton hit his hand on his helmet. Michael Jordan did not play good football today. Granted, he was going up against two of their better pass rushers. But the song remains the same. Right now, the interior on both of our defensive line and our offensive line, they have to play better I Got Time podcast if we're ever going to be able to make a playoff push. We already know that Cam Newton can do the job. We know that we have the weapons to be able to get the ball downfield. Our coaches have to put us in positions to win football games with better play calling better alignments on offense and defense, and we have to have some consistency, man. Right now, we play so bad at home. It, I mean, it's, it's terrible, man. That's part of the reason why we don't have the home field advantage that we all wish that we did. So if you want to make a playoff push, it all starts in the trenches, and we have to be better.
2: CK, what is your uh, positive thing about this team? Other than I mean, Tony's right that uh, John Miller's way worse than Michael Jordan.
4: <laughs> I would say my my biggest positive is we have the pieces outside of the offensive line. Like, a- a- out of everything, yes, there are some some problems, right? There are some things that can be fixed. There are some things that were just really bad today. Um, but we have the pieces, we have the linebackers, we have the secondary for the most part, we have the defensive line, we have the wide receivers, the running back, and the, and the quarterback now. The only thing we have to complain about now is coaching and O-line, right? And if coaching is is bad, right, you, obviously then we're going to be able to have to have a different question. But right now we have everything we need. The rebuild is already done, in my opinion, and, and we need to be able to kind of start figuring out outside of, like I said, we've got to build that wall that we've been trying to build for a decade, it seems. Uh, other don't than that, worry. I mean, there's we're not used positives. to it.
2: We're Americans. But, we don't build fences.
4: Right. So <laughs> I, I, I say that, like, the, the positive is being able to know that come Sunday, we have a chance against anybody that we're going to be facing.
2: Uh, Cody, you're positive.
3: Uh, My positive is that Cam Newton is still a franchise quarterback, and he always has been, even in the down years, even when people wanted to mock him and criticize him for injuries or his outfit or inaccuracies or whatever. Cam Newton has always been, since the moment he was drafted, the heart and soul of this Carolina Panthers team. And damn it, we were in it. Until the very end of the game. Until the very end of the game because of the leadership of someone like Cam Newton. There were Panther fans in the bank today because of Cam Newton. David Tepper drove the ticket prices higher and higher and higher because he knew people would put it down for Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a game changer. Cam Newton is the reason why the Carolina Panthers still have a chance going forward to be a playoff team. It might be a wild card. We might not win the division, but this Carolina Panthers team always has a chance. And you know what Tony Dunn, it goes back to what you told me that day on the porch. As long as Cam Newton is under center,
2: I feel
3: good
4: about our chances.
2: It's a different feeling. You have a chance you always like, have a chance with cam like that it's like the, the game feeling.
4: the game today when he got the ball back with 2 minutes left on the on the clock we felt there's a chance dude like he could come down here you felt like there was a real chance and then you know you obviously have uh dumb mistakes you know i think there was a holding call that called back something if i'm not mistaken but other than that it was it was a pretty um you know it it was pretty nice to have that change of optimism that we haven't had in a couple of years
2: here comes mama cam for you that's me Defending Cam at every moment. Um, I was waiting to pick my kid up, like Starsky and Hutch said, I didn't see, because the final play didn't matter. But when it was four minutes left or three minutes left, and we were down at that point, we gave it like uh, we had a chance to march the field. I was like, oh, no pressure. No pressure bringing Cam Newton back. We only had seven days of work and this and that it's like no pressure we always put all the pressure on cam
4: we always find a way
2: you're supposed to i mean i guess like that's what happens when you're a personality like cam you know what you get the pressure you deserve the pressure positive for me guys is the offense won the problem today finally finally is this is that as we try to find reasons why we lost and this and that is that uh we put up 21 points this week we put up 34 last week um we put the offense in uh, in some difficult positions right is that like look is they get the ball to cam on the four or whatever we but we have a car, a starting quarterback that has uh, only been with the team for two weeks and his, his personality alone probably willed 14 of those points. I mean, think about that cam newton is responsible for a lot of points over the last two weeks so that's the positive is finally joe brady gets breathed breathed a little uh life back into more respect from my position and now I'm, we're turning our attention to the defense all right negatives What negative about this team that you want to talk about sorry i i want to hang out with you guys for like three more hours so i'll keep asking you questions Cody, one negative.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm going to say the negative today. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to say Dante. I mean, not Dante. I'm going to go Derek Brown. I could say wow. Dante. I'll leave wow. that if somebody else wants it. I have to like no. I just no we're, not okay to to we're not doing players. We're not
2: doing talent shame. We're doing negatives of. Don't worry, we got talent shame. We need to. <laughs> do yeah, the I, I, mean, that, that, I, I mean that. I mean, so what? Okay, same, so I have an
3: I have an opportunity to say Dante and Derek Brown. Because yeah. yeah okay so uh, then I'll start uh, I, I'll start with, with with Derek Brown I feel like uh, for what he was drafted to be uh, drafted inside the top ten he's not a top ten pick and I'm not trying to say that to belittle the man or say that he's not a good football player he wasn't worth a top ten pick uh, and I'm sorry he just isn't and uh, his um, his recent uh, ailments and run defense to me have bolstered so um that's going to be my negative
2: i can't wait till i get one of my missions for the next year is to get curdy press credentials because i want curdy lash and he represents c3 he lives in charlie he can do it i'm gonna get that's like my goal for the next year is to get you press credentials and i want you to I hate to say it, roll up to Derek Brown and say that
3: exact statement. Oh, I'm going to roll up. I'm going to roll up. I am going to roll up can not wait, bro. So I, I might. Ha- right. If that ever happened, I might have to erase my entire Twitter profile.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's oh, going no, to Cody's bro. Twitter right now. Just a screenshot. Be
6: the
3: <laughs> oh, no, dude. No, nah,
2: you're the only person. Part- no, it's going to be wonderful. You got to stick to it. And you know what? It's, uh, Cody you got bigger balls than all of us, bro. I'm not don't
3: afraid lose to ask. Them. Questions
2: don't in. let them shrink. You Dude, always look. stick to your guns, you man. You don't ever and, back down. Man, and I'm not have...
3: afraid of I'm not afraid of being embarrassed, either. Like where I does he die walk. at?
2: Where does he I die know, at, CK? Hill,
3: baby. On that hill. He dies I'm on, die that, on hill. that hill, man. Hey, when Wonderful. I pick a position,
4: mm, I All do, right, man. what's your
2: negative, uh, CK?
4: Um, it's going to be something that I've said time and time again. Joe Brady has failed to evolve uh, to the NFL wow. um, and Joe Brady does has every opportunity to be able to change how he coaches and he continues to coach in almost the identical way that he has prior um, obviously adding in some things to help, you know, that, that kind of go to camp strength. You got to give him some credit for that. But for the most part, when it came to third down Christian McCaffrey being the only person that was on the read uh, you know, on the route tree that was actually going to get the ball. Um, that's a problem. Uh, I know some of that can be on cam for maybe looking at Christian because Christian is probably the, you know, one guy he can, he can trust to hold onto the ball. But I still think when you look at this offense, you're not seeing like his most creative play was the, you know, Christian McCaffrey pass back to Cam Newton and that didn't even really pan out the way that they, they didn't, they, you know, was that a legal season. pass? It was, it was, it was absolutely okay, thank legal. goodness.
3: Yeah, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with that, with that play.
4: Yeah. It just it was yep. that was the most creative thing that I've seen him do all season. It feels like, and so it just we're we're in a weird spot with him. I, I think that that's my biggest negative is I have yet to see him actually take a step forward and show why he's a <laughs> NFL caliber uh, you know offensive coordinator. So,
3: by the way, Tony, uh, before we go, uh, well,
4: we the still result got a little work
2: to do, bro. Don't worry. But uh, the res
3: well, I know, uh, but the results are in uh or the Carolina Panthers all black jerseys bad luck
2: i won with,
3: with I 316 won. votes we have 58% saying no 41% saying yes
2: that's a close that's close for me taking the superstition stance you're and, taking and, Mr. But, Rash I mean like look as people know I bet you, uh, I bet you, there was a good fifteen percent of people that said I got to vote against being superstitious, but I kind of wanna vote for the other way.
3: I bet you. know bet what? You know what it is, Tony. I'm right. People like them too much. They look too fucking clean, man. They look too good. The all black and the blue. Dude, they look I don't great. care what I don't they care what for the score. That sucks. is the most fucking fire uniform in the nfl I don't the problem a is
2: way. this the problem is they don't get a helmet to match i think that's the real reason the real reason is not black on black uniforms though. the real reason is that they got a mismatch helmet so imagine if you wore those beautiful uniforms and you look all fly and you accidentally had two different pairs of socks on they kind of look similar but they won't similar you know what i'm saying so you kind of got away with it but every now and then, your wife looked at your men like, Do you got the same socks? on? And I got a problem with mismatched socks. I don't, I feel off kilter. <laughs> oh, I think well, that's the problem. Let's black get black.
3: start having a conversation about socks, man. Nah, Did but you know, I'm saying
2: that's where I think there's the problem is uh, it's not the black on black that's the problem. It's the black on black without a helmet that matches. You
5: ain't got yeah, a lid that matches your shoe. I,
3: I, I, Listen, dude, again, it goes back to a panther is black. Why should we not have the all-time? Well, it's not our it's
2: not fault. Him. It's an arcane rule by the NFL. You can only have one helmet. So we have to wear the silver helmet. It's a terrible rule by the NFL. As I, I think it's I'm pretty sure they used to have it when they were trying to make the concussion purple. Yeah, you're not allowed you.
3: to have two two different kinds of helmets. Right.
2: Like, what the fuck? does it matter what color it is. It's like, man, I'll paint that shit. Look, there's my kids uh, at their school. There's a big, giant granite rock in front of the school, and you can pay, like, 50 bucks to have it painted for your kid's birthday or whatever it is. It's still the same fucking rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we get three uh, Riddell helmets, and they're just different colors. Who gives a fuck what color they are? The same, made by the same manufacturer on the same standards. That This shit has been driving yep. me nuts. And that's probably the reason um we don't work. All right, my uh did you guys do your negatives? Did I do my negative? I can't remember. Um
4: I don't remember if you did yours or not.
2: My negative um for this squad is that the uh, coaching staff has uh been underwhelming hey, in big moments. Underwhelming in big moments. You know what I'm saying is I was really stoked about this coaching staff taking a step forward and the Houston game. I thought we were going to come out and smoke those fools we didn't. The moment seemed a little bit too big for us. The Dallas game on the road, too big for us. Um in this game, I felt, I felt like it was a must, a kind of a not a must win for Cam, but a not even must win for the Panthers, but I thought it would have been a great win for Matt Rule and David Tepper and they just haven't gotten the over the hump there man so that's my negative big moments not showing up um all right uh now we got to go to dab on them all right yep there we go. welcome back man i just like doing it man dab on them folks. Dab, dab on them Dab on the pole. Got the it, tell to do. what to do. Dab on the pole. We do. All right, so this is our moment to hit you up with the player of the game. Player of the game, CK. Who wants to take? You want to take? You gonna take Cam? Go ahead. Let's do it.
4: I'll, I'll go the He's other way. take Cam. I I don't know if we do this very often, but I'm gonna go Taylor Heineke.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> he went on the other team. I mean, let's be
4: real about it. I mean, former Carolina a hero. Panther, former Carolina real? Panther, never given an opportunity here. You know, and, and when he did, it was you know on a really bad team. He goes to uh, Washington. He has an opportunity, and he's capitalized. Yes, he's not the greatest, but he's he he looked like he looked good today. I don't care what people say. He looked good. He's like a his, hero. His throws down the field were miraculous. His fingertip grabs like. It, like even when he was overthrowing them, like it, those were still beautiful balls. They were just very close to uh, you know where it needed to be. It was a little bit too over the, over the top. But you know uh, listen, I, I, I can't hate up on Taylor Heineke. dudes a dude's a legend man. I, I really wanted him to succeed here. It didn't work out and you know obviously now he's doing his thing over at uh, you know Washington
2: you better not dab on uh no Terry McLaurin next coding last name.
4: Fuck no yeah,
2: dude. Well, fucking, everybody nah,
4: fuck play, no,
3: so. dude. I would never do that shit. I'll tell you who I'm gonna dab on. I'm dabbing on Christian McCaffrey, man. I feel like uh, you know the best. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey uh, you know, he, he makes <laughs> I feel every, like, he's every like every like single a Rocky game video that he's playing in, every single game that he's playing in, he makes a play that's just like Oh yeah, only Christian McCaffrey can do that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just
6: he's, I'm a believer he really, now. He
3: really is special. He's, he's an incredible football player and I'm a big time. If you earn it, then then you earned it. And so I think he earned uh he earned my dab this week. He could have easily gone to Cam, but I gave it to Cam last time. So um a- you know when
2: it comes to Christian McCaffrey is for someone who I thought I was like trying to play this safer safer bet i admit to this is i wanted leonard fournette but i feel like um i'm like a disciple of christian mccaffrey apostle like i saw him walk i'm like peter in the boat where he said cast the net on this side and i cast it and i caught all the fish and i saw this man walk on water so i'm a believer in christian mccaffrey i'm a convert So that's important. Yeah. Uh, Dab on them. Dab
3: on them for me. Dab on their phone.
2: Um, How are we going to not dab on Cam, baby? Dab. I'm dabbing on Cam. And I have over this whole podcast. I I was like, what am I going to not pick Cam? Jesus Christ. Dude. Sorry. We're talking about walking on water and this and that. It's close to it when it comes to football terms. This mug uh, had two touchdowns on two touches last week. This week he throws how many? Rushes for one? Shoot. Didn't throw no picks. Did a lot of good things, man. Brought a lot of excitement. Um, life is easier with Cam Newton on your team than it is without Cam Newton on your team. been trying to tell you what I've been trying to tell you. You can be upset with the flaws Of Cam Or you could just be so thankful For the dabbing on Them that Cab, Cam does And the t-shirt prices were too high Cam Too high I ain't am, am giving you a pass on that At some point now you gotta be You kinda try to need need to be a little bit A man of the people You can't be a man of the people and then ask us to pay the bill Alright Um. Towel on the head What y'all got to do? Maybe I should have saved that. Actually, I'll stick with it. Towel on the head from me. I mean, I'm I'm going Matt Rule. Matt Fool, Matt Drew, Rat Mule. And um, I'm rooting for you to be a sensation. But there's been a lot of pressure put on young coaches out there. And at what point do we need to start seeing more productivity? Maybe not even productivity. It's just signs of strength. The weird moments, the outside noise affecting you. Maybe Ron Rivera in his robust robust chest with his arms folded succulently across them, as Mix Mixon would say. His
3: ample chest. His
2: ample chest. Uh, Matt Rule. Man, we need you to step it up. We need you to... Uh, to grow faster than we are asking these other people to grow, that's it. That's my towel of shame. Y'all go.
3: All right, um, CK, you want to go first? You want me to go? You or? go
4: ahead. I'll. I have. I have some that I can. I have some in the chamber, right? just in case you pick the one that I'm wanting.
3: Yeah. So my towel of shame. Um, it, it has to go to Dante Jackson. Um, you know, I think games like this are especially after we've been doing nothing but heaping praise on Dante Jackson for his level of play and the things that he's been able to do, you know. And again, here we go. Matt Rule in his most recent press conference was glowing about how good Dante Jackson was. <laughs> and here we are again, dude, with another, uh, uh, another scenario. No country for you,
2: bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Dude. Right, Poor put Dante went out there like this. Mm, no contract for it's, me.
3: It's like the fucking it's kiss so of funny. death, bro. Whenever it's Matt so Rule gives you, gives you a bunch of praise. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good thing. But, um, I think we've been uh, defending him a lot this year. We think that he's played his best football this year. And I still think that's true. Um, but I think plays like today is um, where you see his deficiencies. Once it goes bad, it goes real bad. And he doesn't really recover very well from it. So, yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm going to need uh, Dante Jackson to put that towel on his head.
2: CK, um, I'm asking Matt Rule to give this podcast a thumbs down.
4: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I
2: mean, because if he gives it a thumbs up, they're trying to cancel us off of YouTube. All you guys got to do is give us a thumbs up. And that helps us a lot. Subscribe. CK, what's your channel of shame pick this week? You got them loaded up, chambered up. I yeah, like that. Yeah. My man My- said, I got them chambered. Touch, <laughs> yeah. All
4: right. This is going to be an uh, odd one. And you guys are going to have to follow me. My talent shame is going to go to Cam Newton, not for anything he did, but because his day that was supposed to be his coming home moment was ruined and marred by things that were out of his control. Um, And, you know, and unfortunately kind of, he said in his press conference, it's still a special day, but at the same time, like to have that happen i know that's something that you kind of have you, you kind of hold your head in shame when you come to a team you really kind of light up the the spark kind of you know find out that the team didn't live up to the expectation you even had for it and uh, i'm sure that's probably a problem for him so um, you know that's where my uh, of shame goes it goes to the original person who 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 uh had the of shame become a thing and that's cam newton and that's uh again not to Maybe any fault of his own
2: Maybe we should give it to uh the iconic saga production. producer that's gotta deal with this, yeah productions I got to deal with this week. He was hoping for the cam Newton win week just like we were now we gotta make this saga production better than it really was, and that's yeah. not even on cam, but it's just like this is what we gotta work with all right, this is what y'all gotta work with listeners. If you're still listening, y'all the best. And you got to work with us as we um, hang out whenever we can, as often as we can, which means every night of the week, basically. And talk about the Carolina Panthers. Um, I do it because I got great, a, a great support system, great group of friends in the chat room. But my right-hand man, Cody Lashney, is wonderful, again, to um, walk hand in hand. Shoulder to shoulder through these um, streets that we be running with the Carolina Panthers. Today was a tough day. We 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 were bloodied. We're battered, but um, we will overcome on Tuesday, right?
3: Oh yeah, we always overcome. Uh, and by the way, uh, if you haven't done so already, please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. You know we're, we're continuing to grow we're doing the And, yeah, hey, man, look, we're at the very end of the show. We've done a a three-hour and 30-minute podcast, still got 100 viewers. We're rolling, man. We're rolling. We appreciate the hell out of y'all, man. We love C3 Panther Nation, man, C3 family. We love, we appreciate you guys. And listen, man, don't give up hope. I know it's bad. Today was really bad. Don't give up hope, man. It's too early. There's still too much football left to be played. We've got a bye week coming up and we're playing two teams that we wouldn't necessarily say are the best in the Dolphins and the Falcons. Look, there is a road to the NFC playoffs. We just have to play better football and uh, let's see how these coaches and how these players respond to this adversity. And I have a feeling that now with Cam Newton back as our supreme leader
2: I think we're gonna be alright. Oh, like a nice roundabout. Uh, CK, how can they catch up with you before Tuesday? Because on Tuesday we circle back here for the longest running Panthers podcast, 9 p.m. Tuesday night. Uh, we got a lot of uh work in between. But how can they catch up with you individually? Because you always got the bestest voice in the intranets.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you are interested in uh, watching uh somebody stream a little bit, you can find me on uh, Facebook or uh, you know any of the streaming platforms codizzle allen um if uh you know just want to be up on twitter codizzle allen pretty much anywhere codizzle allen come show me some love uh ask me any questions any suggestions um you know my again apologies guys i've been super busy for the past couple of weeks i haven't gotten those madden simulations out but i'll definitely get, make sure we get it out this week that won't be an issue especially since the holidays around the corner um and for those who aren't going to be with us tuesday uh happy thanksgiving
2: happy um, turkey day Cody, real quick, just think about this. Is DJ Diva Diva enough to be a number one? That's our first uh, debate topic for Wednesday. Wednesday, And we'll churn them out. We'll probably do it Wednesday still, unless it's uh, opposing to you. But we do debate my take on Wednesday night. We do the C3 Beat Check. uh, They can follow your work on Twitter. Where?
3: Uh, Yeah, you can find me at Cody Lacks. You see it right there uh, on the screen. Um, I'm very good at responding to people. I'm very interactive on Twitter. Um, You can find me. Also, you can find all my written work. I've talked a little bit about the work that I've done um, uh, through the draft, but draft network, you can find all my content there. I write first and second round comments for the Carolina Panthers. So please check that out at drafttech.com if you have not already. Um, And also look every Friday at 7 p.m. We do the Friday free-for-all, and that is your show to come on and tell me what you think about the Carolina Panthers. There's no phone line. You can actually come on the podcast, be on screen, and tell us what you think about the Carolina Panthers, man. Um, and we do it every Friday at 7 p.m., the Friday free-for-all. Join the cult of free-for-all. You know you want to. And that's it for me, Tony.
2: It is a cult. It is a cult. It gets a great amount of views uh, because it's like the same – 1,600 people getting together. It's wild how many people get together and just talk about the Carolina Panthers. They want their voice heard. We want to hear your voice. On the C3 Panthers podcast, the number is 252-228-5098. My name's Tony Dunn. Be sure to subscribe to the C3 Panthers podcast. Smash the thumbs up button. Follow me on Twitter at Cat underscore Chronicles. It is free to build Panther Nation together. We're going to have to lock arms. Because we cannot let this storyline fall on its own. Cody Lesney, I'm going to be reacting. I bet you this. I'm going to have a couple beers one night this week. I'm going to be feeling feisty. And I'll be like, oh, I haven't recorded shit for the internet this for in the last eight minutes. So I'm going to watch these uh, press conferences too, probably. And have some things to say about it. They got to hang out with us. I'll see you on Tuesday. Can you get us out of here, honey?
3: Tuesday night, CT Panther family. We will see you then. Until then, keep pounding. Let's go.